I am hello. We are joined by the very special Renee Mior this evening. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you for um, We are here just to have a casual conversation with our girl. All right, there is no main plan for this evening. <laughs> We're just gonna have a good time and just kick it with the fabulous Renee. All right, so yeah. here's the credits. Let's just get this sucker started. Well, I am Kyle Petty, and I am joined by my bestie, bestie, John. Gina is out tonight. So sorry, so sorry. So she gets to miss all the hype. But um, this is Strat Chat. You can find us on the socials at Strat Chat Pod or on our little fancy website that I will eventually update, stratchatpod.com. <laughs> and here we have the fabulous Renee. You look amazing. The light is just yeah. beaming, bouncing off your fabulous face. Your hair is on point. For our audio-only fans, you're missing it. Um, audio only fans. Yikes. Um, looking fantastic. Thanks so much for joining us. How are you? I am great. Thank you for having me. I'm glad we finally got in touch and we could be here. I'm super excited. It is about time. Oh, it's about time. Yeah. It feels like we're in the presence of royalty a little bit here, you know? It does. Oh my God. More. I needed this today. I was like, <laughs> I woke up. I was like running around. I was like not feeling like the royalty, but thank you. No. <laughs> thank you so much for being here. Um, especially after you just celebrated a milestone birthday. Is that correct? I did. You did. Happy 25th. How was it? It was amazing. I'm finally 25. I called myself 25 in the house and they were all like, you're not 25. And I was like, I am 25. <laughs> it's like in the same year. Like what, what's the difference? But yeah, it feels good. It was such an amazing birthday. My best by far. Um, oh my God. <laughs> yeah, that's you. For you. <laughs> it was actually amazing. It was so great. I, I had a great time and I'm so happy that everyone was able to make it out. So who came out? Um, okay, well, I had my inner circle, my besties of the besties from like high school and like my childhood best friends come out. My family was there. My parents partied it up for a little bit. Um, my coworkers. And then I also had some castmates there. I had John Michael, Daniel C and Ty. And, um, you know, I had a FaceTime drop in from Koozie. Um, really? Yeah, all the birthday messages and love from the cast. It was just, it was awesome. It was so great. It was just so, I love getting to be with all my friends in one spot. And everybody had a great time. We were like dancing with napkins on the table. We we're living our best lives. I almost fell off the bench. So, you know, it was a good time. <laughs> that, that's awesome. Wait, you almost fell off a bench? Yeah, they have like these like couch benches things for like the booths. And like I was mm -hmm. in the skinniest of skinniest heels. So I was like, Dancing, having a good time, and then like everybody was filming, and then I almost toppled over. My no. twin was on the bench with me though, so she grabbed my arm, so it was all good. There she goes. There we go. Renee getting down. Whoops! Whoops! <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, we had we had a spy there. That was so slick. What a transition. <laughs> Honestly, I'd give you all the credit for that. It's <laughs> like you just oh, you I just stepped me up. And I was like, oh really? You fell off a bench, huh? Like, yeah. Thank you to John Michael for giving us this exclusive footage. <laughs> That is so funny. I knew that was going to come out to haunt me somewhere. But you know what? The makeup is makeuping on that video. So I, I'm not mad about it. Now, listen, you look that If you had to go down, that's the way to go. Yeah. Exactly. If I'm going to go down, I'd rather do it with a beat face, you know? Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. I still think you were having a good time, you know, even with the near fall. So My best life. I could have rolled my ankle and broke my foot in half and I'd still be like, you know, living my best life that night was just so much fun oh my gosh i wish yeah. you guys could have been there oh, oh my i oh, if i wish you could have been there too are you kidding you <laughs> be out in like toronto the next time you're in toronto we're all on benches falling over that's what it's gonna be <laughs> i absolutely would be for better or worse i, uh, I love toronto actually yeah i've been to toronto I, a couple of times too. yet john has oh, been yeah. a number of times also for very different reasons um Ooh. I was there because I had a couple of friends that used to live in Canada. Um, but I also saw the lady Britney Spears in Canada. Because um, I'm a huge, huge fan. And, um, you know, the first leg of her Onyx Hotel tour was only going to New Jersey. And I live in New York. And I said, well, I might as well just go to Canada. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I did. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I love that. Well, yeah. you know what? I feel like there's... No, well, I don't know. I feel like seeing Britney anywhere, but I mean, in Toronto would be kind of fun. Like, what do you know what the venue was? Or it was well at that time. It was the Air Canada Center. Oh, I'm yeah. Dating myself, yes. right? It's not called that anymore. I recently read on Wikipedia it changed names. No. Yes, <laughs> it, it has changed names, but I still refer to it as the Air Canada. I don't even know what the new name is. I oh, thank God. Oh, good. I feel very <laughs> validated. Good. <laughs> I'm trying to actually think what it's called now. I, I can't even remember there. Toronto people are going to hate me for that one. That's okay. Um, That's okay. Because I was like low-key embarrassed because I like, always tell people like, yeah, I've been to Canada. You know the Air Canada Center? Right. Yes, I know it well. I've been once and it was like 15 years ago. And then when I read the <laughs> name change, it's like, oh, damn it. It's okay. I'm from here and I'm like, yeah, ACC. I don't know. I don't, yeah, I don't know what it's called anymore. I, the, the times that I went was specifically to go there because I worked, exactly. I was working for the, for the New York Islanders in like yeah. hockey. So... I was there to visit the, Maple, the Toronto Maple Leafs, so it was like, uh, but but that's been years. So I have no Are idea. What it's going of the Leafs? Right Are you a Leafs guy? No, I'm an Islanders guy. Oh. <laughs> um, I know nothing about hockey, but I'm gonna just. <laughs> okay, Islanders. It's not. It's not the Maple Leafs. So whatever. <laughs> whatever. Can't be gonna ask. I don't know. Apparently, we have like a. I don't even know. I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna speak on the sports world because <laughs> who knows? <laughs> that is fine. Um. So pre-stream, you know, you told us that you were getting ready to go back to law school. Not go back. Go into. That is super exciting. Living your L Woods best, especially in pink on this evening. Let's go. Let's go. I had to embody the energy. Yes. So when do you start? I start in September um, and I'm I'm in Ontario, but I'm in Northern Ontario. So I'm going quite a ways away. Um, so I'm going to live like my little small town girl, Elle Woods, hopefully a little <laughs> dream, but it's been my top goal in life to get into law school. Um, so on a, ser a little bit of a serious note, I'm so appreciative mm -hmm. of 
the opportunity and to be able to do that and to start working in the fields that I really want to practice in and to, you know, achieve some of the goals that I have um, with some social injustice issues that I find that we have in the system. Um, so I can't wait to get my hands in it and to have that agency, um, and willingness or ability to do the levels of cases that I want to. So I'm just over the moon, um, with being able to go, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I think it's going to be a great experience. It's been stressful finding an apartment and everything in Thunder Bay. It's a little hard, but we're, we're making it work. We're going to, we're going to do the damn thing. That's amazing. That's awesome. Congratulations. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Did you did you say what type did you know what do you know what type of law you want to focus on? Do you even know that yet or? Yeah, I do, but I get a lot of uh oh, you want to do that area of law. So, I know it'll kind of change probably when I'm older, but the main ones I'm most passionate about are criminal and family law, but I think mm-hmm. for, you know, sustainability and like the longevity of, you know, my mental health and things like that, I think I would move more into securities and try to start there because it's still a very underdeveloped area of law um, in Canada. So I think it would be a great place to um, get my feet wet. Uh, So down the line, probably switch to securities if I could kind of peg it out. But initially, I would want to do criminal and family with like the youth justice, uh, sorry, the youth court systems. I love working with kids. And I think um, observing in those court systems, I, I think I could be of use in there and, and make some waves so hopefully so definitely want to start there and and then see where it, see where it takes me i'm not uh following one specific path i just knew i wanted to get into law so right yeah we'll see that comes wow. yeah. i love that. that's awesome um yeah. and i'm so happy that we got to bring this up on here because you know the renee we know thanks to bb can you know silly girl renee Right. And it's a place for silly girl, Renee, but Renee's not a silly girl. Um, and apparently because of this editing is why your father hates me. Um, <laughs> oh, my gosh. You're going to love this part of the podcast, Dad, if you're watching. That's so yeah. But uh, yeah, he, he definitely, when I told him I was coming on, he's like, you know, I think he also wanted his five minutes on here, too. He's like, uh, I need to go talk to Kyle. You know, he was calling you, you know, some bubbly girl that wasn't going to last that long. And you didn't know what you were doing. And I was like, can you blame him, though? My whole bio was like, makeup, makeup, makeup. And then like a side of, I kind of like school, makeup. And so <laughs> I kind of like school, makeup. <laughs> it, you know, I don't, blame him. <laughs> I don't blame him. I don't blame him. Yeah. I mean, it's. It's funny though, because like talking to you now and like talking, you know, hearing about like your law school aspirations and things like that, like you, you see, like you're such a bright person, you know, and it's like, so like what's funny to me is like, the, like it, it really feels like you were playing a character in there, like with the Renee's Boutte, like like as funny as like. Um, it was to hear that like part of me was like oh like i don't want renee to go back on the block because i don't want her to be in danger but at the same time it would be funny to hear her say renee's boutte back on this the block boutte has to get off the block <laughs> yeah. like, I, was I love like, those moments i was like what else can i say i was like this boutte is on fire i was like i gotta get it off like no bye like uh, anything i could say with boutte i guess i slipped it i blacked out in those drs honestly i don't even know what half of it came out but apparently the majority 90 percent of my words was boutte so or pissed so i'm like i, I don't know pissed. Pissed. i think i have a uh definitely like that quirky side to me and i think that's what was portrayed the most on the show like i'm a very quirky individual my friends even would call me like a character i think that was like a backhanded compliment um in my friend group like oh my god you're such a character just because i'm very like 
this is me, take it or leave it kind of thing. Yeah, I would have just tossed my hair back. Like, what exactly do you mean by that though? Yeah, I would be, what no, I didn't want to stop. I was like, so what do you mean I'm a character? I was like, you know what? I'm going to audition for this show. I was like, I'll show you what a character is. <laughs> exactly. I'll show you how much of a character I could be. Yeah. I was like, you want to see a character? You know more. Yeah. That's so great. <laughs> I, have, I, have a, I have a silly question. Um, yeah. So we loved watching you with the girly pops all season on the show. Yeah. One thing that was funny, a little confusing right in the beginning, but, but you know, it was cleared up pretty quickly, but nay, nay. Renee, Shania, when it first started and you two were like standing together and someone would be like, nay, nay, I'd be like, wait, who, who, who's who? Exactly. Like, did, did it confuse you at all in there? Like as much as it confused us? No, <laughs> surprisingly, it wasn't that confusing. Um, Nene introduced herself as Nene right off the bat. And the funny thing is, is like, uh, I, never up, okay. um, I never grew up with a nickname, like with okay. in between my friends, there wasn't really much like to say, but my younger sister, the one I'm sure you guys know a bit about, she couldn't say her R's or something like that. And so she would call me Nene um, when I was younger. And I hated that name. And I was like, I don't like Nene. Like, stop calling me Nene. And then the dance, the Nene came out. So I was like, I'm definitely not claiming this name for sure. I can't do definitely it. Definitely rejecting it. Objection. Uh, yeah. But then when Nene started using it, I'm like, you know what? It is kind of cute. Like, I don't think I look like a Nene. I think they, they started to call me Ray Ray. I don't know if it made it on the show. So I was Ray Ray, she was Nene. Together, it makes for Nene. I don't know. <laughs> like, that is actually really funny because, okay, because we decided that we were going to make nicknames for all three of the girly pops too. So obviously, Shanae was Nene. I said, I was like, Renee has to be Ray Ray. Yes. And then Claudia gets the short end because she's just Claude Claude. Yeah. <laughs> we had so much fun with that. <laughs> So then Claude Claude said this. Name too in the house. She had a, she went by Cece because of her initials. So she had a cute one name was Nene, was Cece, and then like Rayway was like, okay. Sure. Rock with it. Ray when Ray, somebody like it's not Ray Day. Smile and you say you love it because you don't want to be going on the block. I was there anyways, so I had to have like uh interesting. I you know what Ray Ray grew on me. I'm gonna say I, I like it <laughs> before my castmates are like, hey, you don't like it. <laughs> It's like, I'll, I'll be Ray Ray if it keeps me off the block. I'm like, I'll be your Ray Ray, I'll be your Nene, and I'll be your Cece if you need me to. Just whatever. I'll be whatever you want me. Just leave me alone. Yeah, literally. <laughs> you can call me whatever you want. <laughs> literally. So <laughs> silly. Yeah. Well, I mean, since we're here and we're talking about the girly pops, you know, um, this mm -hmm. is really John's question. I don't want to hijack your stuff, man. But, um, no. you know, we want to talk about the girly pops at the end game there. So you go ahead. You go ahead. Mm. I'm gonna take your stuff. Well, so I so I had a thought that I that I did wanna wanna ask you about. And then Kyle had something that he was like, Oh, I, that that's a great way for me to, you know, go into my my question. So <laughs> you know, it was it was wild to watch this season because there was a point we, you know, we lost some people, not through evictions, but they, you know, they had they left the game, they chose to leave. Um, so we got to a point where it felt like in there it was the crown right who had like the majority and then it was the girly pops and then like ty right yeah. and i feel like i feel like season 11 that's it that was season 11 for you yeah 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 um and i feel like um i feel like you don't always get enough credit and the girly pops don't get enough credit because i feel like when the crown forms like everyone just expected they were gonna they have the majority they have the numbers and they have you know they're all really tight so they're just gonna float to the end but 
if it wasn't for Ty, like never losing a veto ever, you guys, I think, would have made it to like the final three. There was a stretch towards the end of the game where Claudia won, then you won HOH. Yeah, we were like, uh oh, uh oh, beast right there, yeah. And then Claudia won again. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, you guys pretty much dismantled the crown. And if Ty yes. hadn't, yeah, like if Ty hadn't just, if he had just lost one veto, I think that you guys would have been the final three. Um, when I so say I girly, like, you say pops. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right? Girly pops. And so I wanted to make sure that you're getting your flowers because I feel like people did not, they always remember you being on the block, being the block star, but you won an HOH. I think by the time that we got to the end of the game too, other than Ty, you probably had won just as many comps as pretty much anybody else in there. And it was an HOH. Um, so I, I, I just thought the girly pop domination after the crown took over was very impressive to me. If Ty had just freaking lost a beat up. <laughs> it, it, you know what it's funny because i i briefly had a conversation with the girls before that and i think now like coming out of the house and slowly getting pieces of everything and really looking at the game because when you're in it and you're playing it you're like okay i think i'm doing a good job i'm doing the best i can i hope people see this but then you're also like am i being cocky about it am i being too high up because i'm the one playing and obviously everyone's biased to the game that they're playing but i really do think with how undermined and also a little bit isolated at times the girly pops were in that game from everything else that was happening like we would be in power or we would have a move and i have to say like even from before cc's win i think the first person to that was the catalyst of like the girly pop streak if you will was nene with her veto win um i think her coming in with the veto and pulling me off that block um and sticking to that when she had all that pressure set the tone of like okay we're gonna move forward together because at that time it was still quite wonky i had a lot of obstacles to say the least um with the girly pops in terms of cc's trust wavering with me on the invisible hoh week and like etc 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 so that definitely created a ridge in our alliance and for it being so small usually those rifts can completely destroy an alliance. So the fact that we stuck together and then dismantled the crown, which was the majority and more well-liked at that point, just in terms of like game and how it was viewed and how people saw them as players, the crown was way more popular, if you will, than us. So the fact that we could hold that streak for about like 15 days or 20 days, whatever it was, and pull that alliance apart, and then also still kind of stay loyal to like the more general girl I don't call it an alliance, but it was like um, kind of like a, an agreement that we would like take the girls as far as we could. So we were still staying true to that and trying to dismantle everything. And again, yes, if we we did have a little hiccup with an oversight in the double over there, and that was like ultimately our biggest demise. Um, but I think we had, I was always very confident walking into that house when I linked up with CC and Nene, I was like, if they give me their trust, I was like, I know we can make it to that final three. I just had something in my gut. I was like, I know we can do this. Um, and I think though, if I'm being completely transparent and spilling some of the tea on this, I think halfway through the game, um, I don't, I didn't see the three of us touching it to final three. I saw us making it to the final four, but I had a feeling I was going to have to cut either CC or Nene because of the relationship they were developing, which mm -hmm. I later found out in jury. Um, Nene was discussing that her, or Nene had told me that her and CC had made a general agreement of taking each other to the final two because they didn't think I could, they could beat my narrative or speeches kind of thing. They were like, 
uh, because the, for the amount of times I was on the block, I always had to do a speech. And I didn't think I was doing that great of speeches, but apparently they were somewhat um, impressive to them. So then they were like, if we hit that final speech, they were thinking strategically and and as they should, as putting themselves first and actually seeing an end game for themselves. Um, they were thinking of, you know, that they were going to take themselves. And I, the one scenario I didn't want to work out was to help a unit move as far as the final three and then get cut at that final three without even having a consideration. If like the person who had the final choice could sit there and be like, okay, it's a toss up for me, then that's enough of a win for me that I made it as far to be considered. Um, but I didn't want to put myself in a point where I felt like I was just at a losing battle. So the girly pop streak would have continued, but depending on how the trust was at that point, like after we had made it, had Nene survived the double as well, um, we there would have definitely been a lot of talks. I think it maybe could have made us stronger to the point where we do move to the final three, but I think it was very scary for all three of us who was going to take who. Um, so that could have potentially rifted a little bit um, in between there. But I think that the girly pops don't get enough credit sometimes, like, with that winning streak and especially like Cece with those wins that she would come in with, like, cause right. they pocketed mine and Nene with her specifically. Cause I would have been gone on that week. I'm highly hundred percent sure if Nene didn't use that veto, I would be out that door. So her sticking to her guns to use it. And then Cece having the balls put tie up and then me trying to go for tie again and finish up loose ends. I think it was the highlight of the game for me, that little streak of ours. So thank you for Oh, absolutely. Well, it certainly wasn't a little streak, so don't understate that. I think it's also important to note that, like, there's some things you said in there that's a little bit of an undersell um, because I don't think it's just your speeches that made you threatening. At that stage of the game, you certainly had more comp wins than Nene. Yeah, yes, she did save you. Yeah, yeah good okay great but like it's not just the speeches like if you want to talk about just like your your bb like report card or resume if you will like yeah. you certainly had more comp wins at that point than her or at least at least comparable yeah um so you were a threat for a, like a number of different reasons um which is interesting because you know obviously claude claude you know made the tough decision to cut nene um when there was a choice so but that took a lot of work from my end. I think if, had I not. Yeah, I would love to know more about that. Right. Because that's tricky. That's tricky. And like, especially in the one, I'm sure you had some survivor's guilt, <laughs> you know, like that kind of. <laughs> yeah. So what did Renee feel in that moment? Like, how was that for you? It's funny because I think I had to go a little bit on autopilot um, for a little bit of that game following the Fatal Feast and going into my um, Claudia's HOH and then my HOH. Mm -hmm. I hit. I think one of my like lowest points in the house internally and like with myself was coming out of the fatal feast because I had to stop for a second and be like, even though the prior week Nene used the veto on me and I was like, oh, my alliance believes me. Like they, they're going to move with me. We're going to stick together. Like we're not turning. Like I wanted that kind of solidified alliance, at least with us. Um, and so when the fatal feast rolled around, I was completely even though I wasn't mad that she saved CC because one of us had to get saved I was like I'm always going to be dead last pick last on the end and I was like I can I would be naive to think that this pattern wouldn't repeat itself in that final leg and I feel like strategically even though my social pull I was good with everyone socially my social pull was weak because no one just wanted to listen to 
what I had to say or anything that I had to offer to the table. And even the points I were making, they would take half the point, but then still put me up on the block or like whatever. Right. So mm. I think I reached to that point that I was like, I feel like strategically in this game, I wake up, I eat, sleep, breathe the game. I'm constantly thinking about it. I might not be right. vocalizing everything because I really had to play that whole game defensively because of if I was on the block, there was a high chance I wasn't coming down. So I have to constantly be on edge that a vote can flip, that this can flip. Like I had to play the game completely differently right off the bat. So I think um, I'm completely rambling off track here, but going into like my HOH, <laughs> I'm like, oh, that happens from time to time. No, no. The DR no, people. It all is part of it. No. Yeah. No, but yeah, so moving, in, <laughs> yeah, moving into my HOH, I was in this point that I was being a bit more selfish with my game in the sense of like, everybody else has had a reason why they had to, you know, target me or screw me over, or have my name in their mouth in a way that didn't help my game and or put me up on the block or whatever it might be. And everybody was like, oh, it's okay. You can take it. You can take it. But again, anyone who's touched that block, which I would have touched on in my finale speech had I made it there, um, was that you feel discombobulated. Like you're not yourself. So like I sat on the block in the game for the first 20 days straight. I only came off for like 12 hours. So it's like oh, the fact that God. I was doing that, it, the fact that I alone did that um, and then also was playing in every single comp. There's only like three comps out of the whole time I was there that I didn't do. Um, I think that mental and physical toll alone should be respected that you could still wake up and play and strategize and, and do the things you need to get off the block, regardless if you're a pawn, regardless if you're the bigger player on the on the seat. Pawns go home all the time. You say one wrong wrong word in that house or a fight happens, you can go home. You're out of here. I say yep. Every single angle of that house. So it's like that stuff is why I wish the live feeds were there in the sense like I wish they could see a little bit more of like the work that I really did every day. Because I feel like when I was on the block and people weren't, they were like more like, okay, we don't have to talk about game today. Or maybe they were only talking with their alliances and stuff like that. And I was like, how do I slip this in and start planting the seeds without them thinking I'm doing the actual work? So I think going into my HOH again circling back around i was in the point that i was like i need to start playing selfishly and doing what i need um for myself and to set myself up in the best way because i really did feel if that double came around any earlier than that i would have had a very high chance of going home so that whole week the three days before the double cc had come up to me because again it was at this point too that i started realizing like nene sitting nice in the house and plus she has daniel and anika that she seems really close with on the day-to-day Yes, it could just be personal, but you have to think, oh, that could be a game relationship right. as well. Developed. Absolutely, sure. And I didn't see that growing as much with Claudia, even though Claudia was close to Nene and I could see like maybe there's something bigger amongst me. Like I just always thought that there's something bigger outside of me that I'm not completely involved in for whatever reason. Um, so in my HOH week, CC had come up to me. I'll never forget this because it was going in my head, but I would never be, I was so loyal to my alliance at that point that I would never speak ill of my alliance members, even if they were already talking about their separate alliances and doing things like I was loyal to that, those two, that's it. Like I didn't have any, people were frustrated with me, like Ty being one of them that I wasn't giving like my hundred percent dying, like overbearing loyalty to them or like verbally telling them that I was loyal to, to them because to me, it wasn't, I knew it wasn't true. I knew it was, mm. I wasn't going to sell it that way. So I was like, I'm sticking to these two. This is what I have. At the end of the day, they can be numbers. At the end of the day, we can be a unit. And I know we can go somewhere with it. 
But again, I keep rambling. Sorry. But going into my HOH, I was like, <laughs> I apologize. I'm like, oh, I go everywhere. But yeah, going into my HOH, I was like, I'm going to be selfish about this. And starting to think that way, I was like, Nene's sitting really well in the house. I was like, I need Claudia to see this. If Claudia doesn't see this, then I don't know how that double is going to pan out. And she came up to, up to me in the pool room and said, I think like Nene's sitting really well in the house. And that was like, my golden goose egg there because I was able to feed into that and be like, yeah, you know what? Like I love her to death, but it does look like she's really good with Daniel and Mika. It does look like she's going to do this. It does look like ABCD. And so we had those conversations and that's when the final three with Ty started coming to fruition a little bit lightly in conversation. Mm -hmm. And then when it came down to that double and she had to make that rash decision, those seeds were already planted and growing at that time to where she ended up making the decision of not, saving Nene over me, which was crazy on a game level, how close they were, how more intertwined they were than me, even on a personal level, they were, they were super, super close. Again, I had to be good with everybody at all times. I couldn't just sit and develop two relationships completely. I had to be right. good with everybody in the event I needed the votes. So the fact that they had that relationship there and Cece was still able to cut her for her game or whatever reason she found for it. I was like, I feel like I did the Lord's work that week. I was like, <laughs> I have, uh, I have two yeah. thoughts. Yeah. The, fir the first thought is that I think it's a very good sign that you're choosing the correct, um, you know, profession to go into by going to law school, because if you, uh, if one of the big reasons that people wanted to get you out of there was because of how well you spoke and like the speeches you gave, like you're clearly even more persuasive than you even realize. Um, especially in pre pressure situations. I can't imagine something being uh, as stressful as being on the block on, on eviction night. And uh, the other thing is do not apologize if you feel like you're rambling because we loved watching you on the show. So the fact that you're willing to come and sit here with us and like talk about what was going through your head at the time, that all these things that we saw, you know, like that we watched happen and you're sitting right here in front of us. So don't apologize. We, we wow. love to hear you. Yeah. And we love this game. So like, yeah. I love yeah. the game too. And I love yes. talking with people who can see different like assets and facets of the game. Um, yeah. Because I think again, when you're with, people that are like actually playing as players, it's like, they're going to be biased, especially like with some of my castmates, like me and Ty still get into tips to this day. Love the man. But it's like, we'll get into tips with like that final leg where he did decide to cut me over Daniel. And I'm like, this is why I didn't trust you the whole game. Like, do you not see how I, like, right, I, had to, I like, knew. Yeah, exactly. And I knew that when it came down to me and another choice, I always just had it in my gut, even though me and Ty really did have a good personal relationship in the house, honestly. Um, I always felt like he was going to pick someone else over myself. And you did multiple things throughout the game to show me that. So yes, you might chalk it down to oh, like, I just didn't care. Like it could have been anybody like kind of thing, but it's like, no, but you actively chose me. Like you put me on the block. You did this to me. You wanted to break up my numbers. You wanted the only thing I can write. We had to play our games very differently. He played offensively and I played defensively. So it's like, I needed the numbers by the end of the week. If I wanted to stay, you needed the comp wins if you wanted to stay. So it's like, it's, it's those things that you kind of get into. And it's like, I really had to, it was the fatal feast that in my head, I was like, damn, I have to start looking at my Alliance members, like people that I might have to cut if I'm getting to that point. But I felt like regardless if I took either of them to the end, um, if I had the choice to take either, it, it would have been a toss up for me who I took. I would have considered either or. Um, because I really felt strongly enough in my game at that point that I could sell it against 
anyone, almost anyone, um, to <laughs> take that win. So I, I was confident enough in that if I made it to that final two. So that's why when I made it through the double, I was like, I'm going to final three. I'm in final three. Like I, and then I saw, like, I was like, I'm going to be in final two. I was like, this is great. That's when I started actually getting hyped up. But that was also my Achilles heel because it's always when you get a little bit too excited that the boot comes down. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, I can't even imagine just like being yeah. able to see the end game and just like being That's able to envision it. Uh. Imagine being there for the first 20 days and thinking like, I need to go home on a stretcher because my body was black and blue from the slap comp. Okay. Let me tell you, she was struggling. I was walking <laughs> the elbows here from all the fight I was going in. I was like, I'm not going to make it through. And I was like, and honestly, because it was like very early and like tensions were high. I was like, I hate all these people. And I want to go home. Like I was like, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I was like, no, just keep pushing through, keep pushing through, keep pushing. And every week was an obstacle for me, even on the weeks that, I was supposed to be like completely good and safe. Like when Nene had the veto or when Claudia won the HOH, I was still walking on eggshells. And I think that's what people don't understand. Like there was still doubt in my alliance of me for, I think no, they said I, I looked like I was acting weird in this and that. And I was like, but I, I wasn't like, I was just, I was doing what I needed to do to survive at that point. I don't know. Right. So it's like to play that whole way through, stay loyal to my alliance and pull all of us along that far and still strategize and wake up and have the fight to do it. Um, I think are the layers of the game that you can't see, um, you know, as visibly on camera or as outwardly on camera. Um, So that's what I wish I think like people took in a bit more. And when I meet fans to this day and they tell me like, your game was so underrated. Like it makes my heart, even if they're just telling me to be nice, it makes my heart so proud. Cause I was like, I just wanted to play a damn good game when I came in. I wanted to fight. I wanted to be there. I wanted to work with what I got, you know, didn't have much to work with at times with like the comp wins, but like when it came through, I pulled out the wins that I needed. And, and sometimes it's quality, not quantity. So, you know what? I'm a good- <laughs> <laughs> That's absolutely true. That's absolutely true. Um, can we talk about some drama? <laughs> and like some scandalous things? Yeah, because there was some there was some drama in the house. You know, it wasn't it wasn't all strategy, it wasn't all strat chat, right? Haha, uh-huh, see what we did, see what we did. Um, so obviously, you know, we had a couple of people who walked from the game, most notably Zach. Um, you know, because he was a little miffed about the um the whole letter with hope. Oh, yeah. Um, Lettergate. Yeah. Lettergate. <laughs> Letter, oh there's God. actually a lot of gates that came out of this season, um, and we'll get into all of them. Um, I certainly oh, yeah. would like to know. So obviously, you know, Hope, uh, you know, he got that letter from his girlfriend. And, um, yes. you know, and, and Zach saw that as a very offensive thing. Um, certainly something that should never have happened. Yes, rules were broken. Um, and also, Sir Ty did not enjoy this as well, right? They were both pretty miffed. Um, so what did you think about the letter? Like, did that offend you? Did you think that that gave hope an advantage over everybody else? Like, what were your thoughts um, when that all came to life? Uh, let me drink one more time for this one. Oh, yeah. You think this one is just <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Man. yeah. We asked John um, Michael okay. about this, too. I'm de- def- mm-hmm. Definitely interested to get your opinion. Uh, it, yeah, it's super difficult, but I think I've always been quite – I had multiple conversations in the house about this and, and my opinion, truthfully, even being outside of the house has not changed. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't think this is like as much tea as you, you probably thought you were going to get. But I do think <laughs> as a fan of the show, as a player in the game, having the letter in the house in and of itself, just the physical letter being in the house is a rule break. 
I can't, I can't sugarcoat that. I can't repaint mm-hmm. it. I, I wish it didn't happen. I, I, you know, I know hope doesn't, isn't the type of person that wants to quote unquote cheat. I think he just genuinely was not aware of the fact of what a letter can do in the house and how it can impact your game in terms of like, even just giving you a boost in the morning to play. Um, so on that note, the physical letter, yes, was a rule break. And that was in and of itself wrong. And I can't do anything about that. I think for me, the struggle that I have with when Ty and Zach come into the situation. And again, I do understand their whole reasoning. They explained everything in and outside of the house of how they felt about the letter and like how it impacted quote unquote, the integrity of the game. I have a problem with when the letter was brought to the attention of the big brother, the outside, whatever you want to call it, the team. Um, Because had the letter been removed immediately or at least two days after in that house, and then the boys had came forward and been like, you know, he still used the letter as like a way to like get us to throw the cop and do this. I think they would have had a lot more sympathy um, from the people in the cast. I can't speak for everybody, but I'll speak for myself. I think I would have had more sympathy to the fact of like, okay, yeah, that did mess with their game. And they're thinking of doing this or it, it messed around with this. Um, and so that would make me more open to maybe giving a vote here or whatever, or changing, helping them change the outcome of mm-hmm. whatever they did um, from the game, a game standpoint. But the fact that the letter was sat on for so long and when it was useful for Hope to be upon on the block or do whatever he needed to do, the letter was not brought up. And then just coincidentally, again, this maybe is not the intention. I don't think this was the intention, but how it appears, we have to go off of optics in that house. It's like the second that right. the game move was pulled and it wasn't in your favor, then you took in this rule break and then started making this whole big hoopla over it. So I think that's how it being sat on like that and kind of, you know, not mentioned and, oh, we didn't think it was this and that. But then when it messed with our game, then we said it, it's like that could have messed with somebody else's game. Maybe Hope could have, like, you don't know how that could have impacted anyone else's game. The be on the end all is like that letter should have been brought up. And as hard it is as it is, I know it's like a friend and they're coming to you and they're confiding in you. If a friend had brought me the letter, if one of the girls had brought me the, the, the letter, I really do think in my heart because of how big of a fan I am of the game, I think I would have been like, listen, you got to bring it to them and tell it to them because I don't think it would have warranted a disqualification at that point or an elimination or whatever. I think they would have got reprimanded in some way, but I would have been like, you need to think about that, that word, and, um, or I, I'm going to have to because I know by association kind of thing. Um, so I think that's where I struggle with it. But the actual letter being in the house, of course, is a rule break. Of course, can give someone an edge in their game. I, I don't doubt like the arguments that they make from their side of like, it can give you a boost in your game. It, it, they can use it to manipulate. Yes, yes, yes. All of that is true. But the abstract idea of what you do with the letter could can be separated from the physical letter. Like the letter does not have to be in the house for you to have your argument about what the letter did. And so for you to use the actual physical letter and bring that up to be like, they need to go because they have this physical letter in here. That's where I kind of get like, it's a little too coincidental in timing and I would have preferred it to happen earlier. It's easier said than done. But I think in terms of like when you're talking about quote unquote, the integrity of the game, 
Um, I think that physical letter just should not have been in the house. The second that Hope knew about it, that next person, next person, next person, next person, it should have been out of there. And then again, if you want to use the letter, like Hope used the letter and he made me think this and he manipulated, that's more of like, you can tie more to the game and be a part of the game. And then people can kind of like tag onto that because the reality is Kevin from season 10, one of the best players to play had a fake wedding ring that he would pawn off to be like, take my wedding ring, take my yeah, wedding yeah. ring. Keep me We've off seen the that in BBUS also. We've you, seen that. You sure have. But like the wedding ring being in the house was not a rule break, but the letter was. So that's where the conflation starts. So I think the manipulation, if even Hope was pretending to use it like that, which I really don't think he was of what I understand of Hope and how I know Hope, I don't think he thinks that far ahead to be like, I'm going to use this letter as this. Maybe like, I don't know. I can't speak 100% on that, but the letter right. should not have been in the house. You knew of it. You had equally as much of a responsibility once you knew about it, I think, as Hope did to bring it forward, especially when you're older, especially when you like there's just so many factors, right? So I think that is where I have a trouble or I have trouble with the letter because I would have taken the whole argument about he used it to manipulate me. Like that's all fair and love and war in the game. But like the actual physical letter being in there should not have been in there. So that's, that's where I falter. Mm. And that's where I don't think they should have received like an equal punishment to hope or anything or whatever, but hope did receive a really, really big punishment. And like that, him not having a vote and not being able to play the HOH the next week. It's like, we already lost like so many people. I understand it's at the expense of your game. Maybe if I were in Zach's shoes, maybe I would feel differently, but I feel like I would have handled it differently. And that's why I struggle with it. So letter yeah, right. is a right. very hard one for me because it does have that. Like I'm also a philosophy student. So I'm thinking not just like the physical, I'm thinking like the abstract idea of it. And I'm like separating the two. So I don't know if that's, yeah, because there's there's different layers to it, um, and I actually I agree with you completely yeah. on everything that you said there. It's not so. It, like, yes, the letter was wrong, but also when you brought it up, seemed to really only be self-serving. Like this wasn't about the integrity of the game. This was more right. about kind of protecting you from being evicted. Right. Like exactly. we've just, we'll just say this in our back pocket for when we need it, and that's kind of why like you know it's a little stinky. And yeah, stinky I understand. To too yeah. they had brought up the letter to hope and had been like you know we threw you that comp you cannot use that pov and it's like i actually had um of what i understand from hope again this could be different now because we're, we're months out of the house but right um i had a final conversation with hope the night before the pov with johnny in circle k where i was crying for him because again we don't know this aspect of the letter okay so i'm just thinking that these boys are trying to like bully hoping to not use or manipulate him into not using the pov and for that point in the game we had seen that the boys had their hands in a lot of the moves in the house if not controlling the hohs by just by proxy right at that point it had gone to the fear of mine that the boys are just going to dominate over the game i had a feeling like oh they'll clash eventually because they have such big like personalities and things like that but i i didn't see it happening until a little bit later in the game so i was like hope you need to do this for yourself you need to play your own game you need to stand on your own two feet and you need to make the moves that are good for you if you're gonna stand there win a pov go through all that work because i know how hard it is to win a freaking competition and you're not going to use it on yourself. You're doing yourself a disservice. Do you want to play in this game? Do you want to be here? And we had this whole breakdown conversation. And this was 
one of the big conversations I remember in the house that kind of stayed with me because it was so emotional, um, where me and Johnny were just there and we'll be like, th that's actually before the crown even started that where we were, we wanted to be in an alliance of three. And I thought that they were joking with me that they wanted to be in an alliance with me because I was so on edge with everybody. So we were like, we're going to do this. We're going to be an alliance. We're going to move forward. We're going to have each other's backs. Like this is how it's going to work. And you know, I didn't really follow through. We laugh about that to this day. I didn't really follow through with that alliance because I didn't think that they would, again, I had issues with, I had trust issues. I didn't think right. loyal to me. As anyone would in this game. He used yeah. it. And yeah. when he used it, to me, I was like, this is like a symbol. He's doing his first own game move for himself. So I was like, this is even bigger than the game. This is just like, this is doing this for you. Like, do mm -hmm. this for yourself. Like, you would be crazy not to do this and lock the block like that, right? Because he was up against me wait no he wasn't he was up against santina so it was him and santina on the block so i was like if you don't take yourself down she's gonna start pitching that you're a bigger threat and we don't know where that's gonna go and i feel like he did have some game left in him to play and i was curious to see where his game would go um so that like i think yeah zach and ty like him wanting him not to use the pov was just like in itself like oh my gosh, are you crazy? Because we didn't understand the whole letter aspect. But they had, tr the point is that I was trying to get at that is that they tried to make him not use that POV and to like write the wrongs that they felt that they were wrong by. Right. Um, and then again, the letter was not brought up at that point. Still throughout that whole time, the letter was not brought up. And then at the time it was brought up, the timing just looks so poor. And they... I, I think of what I understand, they acknowledge the fact that like for us, we were just playing a game where we were trying to just continue with the game and play the game. We, we weren't involved in the letter part, so we're not to blame for that. Um, but I think also just the timing of how it looked to everybody, I think everybody was quite um, in agreement that it didn't look the best. Right. However, yeah. I think, I do think, like I, I did hear out like the full arguments and conversations and I, and I don't think that they're, arguments are completely invalid and I think that they should be heard out and I, I'm glad that they're talking about it but I do think like for myself of living it in the house that I had a whole conversation with Zach about the physical and the abstract of like the letter of like the layers of the letter and like why mm -hmm. I was struggling with it and I think he understood um and likewise I was trying to understand him of why he came up with the letter so late and it did make sense it wasn't like a completely like uh you're feeding me Bull crap, but again, yeah. it also you have to take it with a grain of salt sometimes too. So I struggle with it, but I think for me, I'm content with how I've broken down the letter gate. Um, and I letter think, gate. yeah, letter gate. We had a lot of gates in our season, so you I think should. that's what. Yeah, that's what I. That's what I come down to it. But again, like I love hope to death, but it was a rule break, and like you need to own yeah. up to that. But did I do I think it like warranted a complete elimination? That's where I don't think so. And at that point, we had lost so many people that it was like, right. what we're gonna kick this one out? Like it just we're gonna it, kick this one out over a piece of paper that honestly, at the end of the day, production really should have caught as these things came oh, in the house, right? So like. A thousand like, percent, especially, right? yeah. yeah, especially there's there's a third part to this. Yeah, it's like people yeah. started. Whoever is in this. charge of like the the clothing checking, I don't know. You should be put on a performance. It's crazy though plan. because I feel like I again can't speak too much on this, but I feel like they are quite diligent. And so I was so surprised, honestly, how like 
it yeah. got I still don't know 100% how it got in. Can't really mm-hmm. talk. Right. Yeah. I think for me, like, it was odd to me that, like, because, like we said, we were saying, right, Zach and Ty knew about this letter for some time and didn't say anything about it. And the fact that it was being spoken about, maybe even passed around and production still didn't pick up on it is like, <laughs> I think, to me, the biggest thing. Like, OK, it shouldn't have gotten in there, but it did. But now people are talking about it and sharing it. And like, still, nobody knows anything about this. Like, I remember uh, when Hope called me into the bedroom. And so Anika came out. I think they showed this in the show. I'm only halfway caught up, but. She comes out into the nook. This is when Lettergate only started to to start picking up, right? Snowballing. She goes, Hope wants to talk to you in the bedroom. This is when, for the first leg of the game, me and Hope were actually very, very, very close. He was actually one of the first people I trusted almost completely, wholeheartedly because of how um, supportive he was while I was on the block. He's like, I got your back. We're getting you out of this. You're not going to stay in this. And again, maybe it was bullcrap hole when he was saying it, but he really was the, even after the stop comp, like, I almost collapsed because I was so physically drained from that comp. Like that was the hardest comp for me out of the entire season, no doubt. And he was just there and he's like, you know what? It's okay. Um, Here, I'm going to help you like get all your stuff off and get out of the slime. We're going to sit, we're going to plan. We're going to, he was very much there until he pulled a rogue vote on me. And he also told me that I was like, no, 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 buddy. This is not how we're going to play. The game is not going to go this way, buddy. Um, So I think like, I completely forgot where I was going with this, but um, I think like, uh, what were we talking about? The, the... about the note getting the note getting in and just uh... yeah, I think we, we were talking. About, I forget. <laughs> I'm like, where am I even going with my stories half the time? I started on rambling on something, but anyways, like Hope and I were very close at that time. So Anika came and called me um, from the nook to go into the bedroom, and then I remember walking in right because like every time Hope has a new, he already had told me the rogue vote at this point, right? So every time he has something new to tell me, I know like this could probably not be best for my game if I'm looking to work with this person in the uh, down the line so I was like okay what happened tell me what happened I felt like I went into like parent mode hope's the only one that I could go <laughs> with and he's like he likes to be a little dramatic with his delivery hope don't hate me he's like listen <laughs> there was this letter and he's like trying to give a whole Meryl Streep performance here. Okay, I really want to be happy. I'm not Meryl Streep. Yeah, yeah. So he's like, ah, there was a letter and it got in and this and that. I was like, my face the whole time in that house was like, I could catch flies with how dropped over my <laughs> Imagine being exhausted, no sleep, working on a speech day in, day out, being on the blog. Right, and just- right. Oh and I was, my like, God. I was like, okay, it's okay. Because I didn't want to start bringing it too much attention. Like, with that, um, with the letter gate, because I didn't want it to right. snowball. Sure enough, it was already snowballing before I could even stop it. Um, and then I was like, okay, it's okay. They're just when I first heard about it and how they went to, you know, the big guy, I was upset. Because, yeah, the big guy will come, big brother. Um, I was upset because I did feel like it was used maliciously at that point, is what I thought it to be. I was like, oh, he didn't do what they wanted him to do now. He's not useful to them. Now they're going to, they're using the letter and they're trying to go outside of him to get him out. Mm. Is what I, I thought at the time. And so I was like, it's okay. We're going to work through it. We're going to do this. So even like hearing that initially, like I had one opinion, then talking over and over and over. And I think the people 
the only people that will truly understand that situation are the three boys in it. So I can only speculate. Yeah, yeah. But all I can say is, again, the letter should not have been in there. We read the right. rules. We know the game. Anybody that knows generally the game, we know that that's a privilege. We don't just get that held withheld. Like, we can't even keep our HOH letters post-HOH. Like, that mm. goes away. So it's a privilege to have a letter in the house. So there's obviously a reason why it's a privilege. So right. it's like, have that, even if it just mm-hmm. says, good morning, or whatever. It doesn't matter. Whatever in it. it it's a privilege that other people don't have. Other people exactly. don't have it. So that is where the playing field became uneven in that sense, even though some people didn't understand of like, it's just a letter. I got a loofah. So like, does that mean I'm performing better in comps? And it's like, that's not the point. It's the fact that it just should not have been there. And it's an explicit rule. So I think that again, I think it's wrong. However, the optics and like the perception of how it was used after the fact or how it was brought up after the fact doesn't sit a hundred percent well with me, but I also wasn't involved entirely directly in that situation i just right. felt the ripple yeah. like the excuse okay. of like it's the integrity of the game it doesn't fly if you don't immediately report the letter that's like, where it becomes tricky if we're actually gonna get yeah. like into semantics and details here i have to stop you there and i have to argue it of it, it i mean if we're gonna bring it to court objection okay. objection <laughs> I object. false I misleading Bollocks. Uh, <laughs> that is not cool. Yeah. Right, right. Not cool. I'm pissed. So, <laughs> yeah. So, I think on that front, but honestly, I, I don't think any of them, on a positive note, I don't think any of them had ill intentions per se. Maybe like that house brings out a different side of you. Um, but I think it definitely could have been handled differently. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's like, you know, I, I know letter gate was like a big thing in our season and I know the blow up was big of it, but I was like, you know, this doesn't even match up to what I've been feeling for the past 20 days. So I was like, eh, eh whatever. I'm not really <laughs> and I was like, and I know, and I had been really in a lot of talks with Koozie that week of how that plan was going to work out, which I was also playing dumb to, which I wish the live feeds picked up on because the way I would play dumb to that plan and knew exactly what was supposed to happen that week when Zach was pitching my name to Koozie, the plan was already in place to backdoor the man. So I was like, you know what? I'm feeling good this week. You know, I'm a, I'm a king. <laughs> Amazing. Thank you, Queen Koo. But yeah, so I think it's, uh, I think that week was, um, very stressful for many but it was actually one of my least stressful weeks because homegirl had been through the ringer up until that point so yeah Yeah, zach was after you i remember zach uh saying your name quite a bit i remember this man had it out for me and you know what i have a theory he was like i don't even know why he had it out for me but he said that he was worried i was going to be a problem later down the line which i was going to be but (laughs) i was going to be causing troubles I was, there was no way. I wanted the girls to dump. And my whole thing with the season was like, girls, girls, girls. I love me some girls. I want the girls to continue. I think we have the skills. I think we have, you know, the looks and the brains and the beauty and everything. And I was like, I love you boys. You're cute, but you gotta go. You gotta go. And if I talk about my name, it was just very satisfactory for me because Zach had had a lot of hands and I knew of putting me up week after week after week, even though he wasn't directly the HOH, he played the hell out of that game to get me up on the block multiple times. We got to flip to Renee. Oh, Renee's got to go. Renee's got to go. 
And I don't know why. Apparently it was because we had a conversation about like what I used to do for work, which I didn't even mention any of the law stuff I did. I was like, I coach gymnastics and I have a really good time with life. Like I love life. Like I <laughs> I had mentioned something that I worked for a, a thrift baby store and like that I would have to negotiate like prices with uh, clients for pieces of clothing. Mm-hmm. It's like, I heard you talking before. I know you're smart. And I sat, stood there and I was like, uh... <laughs> not me oh my I don't know God. why he had it out for me that bad but whatever I mean if he did it because he thought I was smart thank you Zach if he did it because he just wanted me out screw you Zach <laughs> <laughs> well that's actually the perfect segue into yeah, the next yeah. thing here because you know, know exactly it was oh yeah oh yeah oh we're going there we're going there the door is wide open and I'm walking through. So, so obviously, you know, Zach, super pissed over the letter gate, you know, so he leaves, right? He leaves the game. Have had enough, he says. Um, so we have a, we have a back and forth with him on the socials, you know, because um, oh, we were I not was, we were not big fans of Zach sassy. in the beginning. Oh, we were all sassy all season long. We actually titled certain streams like "Shut Up, Zach." Why is Zach still talking? <laughs> like, like that. We really, we were really going in on Zach. Uh, oh yeah, we were, we were super rude. We were super rude. And, um, so you know, one thing led to another, and you know, John Michael had shared this one clip of us like just kind of like ripping Zach up a little bit, um, and you know, he tagged Zach in it. Which kind of now spurred a whole new conversation, right? The whole, all right. So what was actually clipped was, so your sister was running your socials, you know, Renee BBCan11. um, She's running your socials. You know, she was brand new to Twitter and she was so super excited for reaching 100 followers. And she celebrated and we all celebrated with her. Um, Sans Zach, right? That he did not like this. (laughs) And he said, oh, you know, um, you know, oh, 100 followers. Like, what is this? You know, Twitter game as strong as her comp game. We were like, ooh. Right, like so sassy. No, no one was having it, and like, and you could tell that no one was having it because, like, while she celebrated 100 followers in that tweet, like, literally 48 hours later, she was over a thousand followers. Like, everybody was like, "Enough with this. We're so sick of this man. Don't you be sassing this sweet girl. (laughs) We're not gonna have it." Right. Twitter account. So thank you, Zach. Thank you for that. Yeah, I heard about this. Gave gave a huge huge bump. So there was that, and we were basically talking about how much of a loser we thought that Zach was. Um, and it was like a Saturday night that like John and Zach were like getting into it, and he was like, <laughs> <laughs> he was I, was like riding, I was riding for you, Renee. Yes, riding. I'm telling you, John was being like so. John was being so sassy, and he's texting me on the side. I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, you're kind of. I'm like, whatever. You do you. I'm like, that's how you feel. That's how you feel. Like, <laughs> he's like, is it okay that I'm saying this? I don't want the podcast to look bad. I was like, I don't give a <laughs> I was like, whatever. I was like, if that's you, how you feel, go on, tell him. I'm like, Earth is one of your best friends, gives you the green flag, and it's like, yeah, no, hell's gates have opened. Yes. I was like, just go for it, like, whatever. Right. So then Zach shares our clip and sassed us and was like, oh, looks like you guys could use my help too. Y'all ain't got no followers. Like, that's not exactly how we said it. Like, I'm, I'm definitely, I'm definitely changing it a little bit. That's not like exact fashion of some sort. Yes. Yes. So then um, I messaged it because he shared it at like 
8 a.m. Like it was like mad early. You can tell he was definitely in his punctual. feelings. He's on it. Oh, very punctual. He woke yeah. up and he was like, I'm not having these people. I'm not having it. You're not going to be slandering my name is what he said. So, um, you know, he sassed us and I, I DM'd him and I said, so what's good? We could use the help. We don't have no followers. Come hang out. <laughs> Come talk to us. Help us. Help us. <laughs> I did watch a tad bit of this um, interview recently when John Michaels came out. So I'm interested <laughs> to hear your take on this. Yeah, honestly, we had a great time with Zach. Like, I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. Like, uh, yeah. you know, like Zach and John had a conversation. You know, before. Um, after yeah, Zach I, had said yes to me, uh, Zach had reached out to him, I think, to make sure this was the I safe told, space. Yeah. But like, you know, you've been very nasty to me. I don't want to sit down and have a conversation with you. You can be jerk. <laughs> I told Kyle, I was like, I'm messaging with Zach right now. I was like, it's very yeah. different from our last conversation. It's like, we're being very nice to each other. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think he just wanted to talk to me beforehand so that he wasn't like, Thinking he was going to jump into the stream, and then we were just going to yell at him. <laughs> right. I'm like, I don't blame him. I was like, if I read that, if I watch these things and I read these things, I'd be like, yo, let me just make sure you're fine. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because you're nasty. <laughs> Honestly, like, you know what? Even watching like clips of like the Zach interview, I could tell you guys had a really good time with it. And mm -hmm. the reality is, is like, do I agree with everything that is Zach? No. However, no, neither did we. Neither did I we. genuinely laughed some of the hardest laughs in the house with him there. And mm. I think he brings a type of like charisma and um, layer to a conversation that just, you know, is completely left field, but also so hilarious and just so funny. I think absolutely. I couldn't I agree more. Some of his comments can be taken you know, because of his type of humor and things like that. Like we actually got along very, very well based off of our humor in the house mm -hmm. because we're very dry, sarcastic people with like the way we right. and we're kind of self-deprecating a little bit at that. Or like we like to poke jabs. Like me and my best friends, like we're a little too comfortable with each other. We're like, yeah, that looks like crap. Or remember that time? <laughs> <laughs> like, I right. have that in me. Like I had that thick skin to take those kind of jokes in the house. And he would always be like, I hope you know, like, this is just the way I joke and stuff like that. Like, he would be mindful in certain ways. And there were points in the house that I feel points and times in the house that I feel like Zach helped me on a personal level and or game level, even though it was a little shady with like, I got your back, you know, like I'm going to save you this week, even though he put me up there in the first place, like just things like that. So, but all in all, I don't think he's a terrible person at all. And I think I had some great conversations with him and I don't think, I don't believe in cancel culture. I don't believe in in the hate and things like that. I think um, as castmates, we have a little bit of a duty to, even if we don't 100%, and I'm not saying to support like certain things or whatever, but we have a duty to kind of like reiterate the fact that when you're in that house, your worst sides come out sometimes for people. And, you know, th things look some way on the TV. You only get a blip of what we've done in that house. Absolutely. Um, so I think yeah. having that sympathy, um, because, you know, I don't think anybody, it breaks my heart, um, like to hear how much negative feedback he's gotten since the show has aired. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I don't think anybody deserves that. Mm. However, um, you know, there, no. I'm not a hundred percent Zach, like, whoa, I agree with everything you say. Like, but I think the whole point of even the show bringing out sides like that um, is to have argument and debate to grow from and learn from. And I yeah. think if people are doing that and they can get on a conversation of like, 
screw you for losing your opportunity and doing that. If you can change that to like, how can we do that better next time? I think we're having a way more productive conversation, more worthwhile conversation, as opposed to completely dismantling and ripping down a person. Um, mm -hmm. So, you know, I wish Zach well in all of his endeavors. However, if you come back in that house, I mean, I don't know. Anyways, if we ever were to play a game again in some sort of universe, in some sort of capacity, you best believe I'm coming out for you, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> and absolutely, you know, but like even to expand on like what you were saying there, it's like, listen, there is one thing to be sitting back and be saying how you feel about what you've seen that's been put in front of you. Right. But there, there's a separate conversation to be had here, you know, because you also have to acknowledge that as fans, like, and yes, I, I consider myself a super fan of this game. That is why we watch international versions. You're like, we're from New York. We don't need to be watching Big Brother Canada. <laughs> we're watching it because we love it. You know, you have to also acknowledge the fact that, like, you're not in this house. It doesn't matter how much of a super fan you are. There is still an aspect of this game that you will never get to experience because you were not in there. So it doesn't matter if you had digital dilly dallies or you only if you actually had like full blown live feeds. There are still certain dynamics and certain things that will never be explored that you can't see via camera. So it's like you can have your opinion, but I don't think you should necessarily judge a person's character based on like what you've been seeing um so of course we had opinions about how zach did things but like when we we're having a conversation with you it's like no i want to know about your experience like what was your pov while you were in there um and that's oh pov i didn't mean power of though i meant point of view um <laughs> i realized what i i heard it and i realized what i did there um but yeah, like, and that that's the important part of this conversation too. Like, you know, cause we were very, very strong on our opinions of mm -hmm. him and how that whole thing went. Yeah. But like, when you're actually talking to him though, it's like, wait, cool that down because your opinion is only based on what you saw. There's so much you didn't see. You can be heated about something. I completely um, appreciate the passion that the fans have. It, sure. it, Big Brother Canada isn't like, it's not like we're getting stopped everywhere we go, but the niche um, group of fans that we do have are super passionate. So I understand the frustration of people that have applied 10, 15 times or have tried to get on the show and, you know, to have people walk out one after one after one. And I think Zach, unfortunately, was like the end of a chain of a bunch of, you know, those types of evictions. So I think there was a frustration on part of the fans that was also getting dumped on to Zach as well. And mm -hmm. I think just... Mm -hmm. That, that's a very fair observation and something that nobody has actually touched on. So thank you for that and yeah. giving that to Zach, you know, no, that our, our yeah. resident Elwoods, <laughs> you know, because that certainly is something to note. Um, right. He definitely got some heat, you know, because Amal had left before we got to know her. Vanessa yeah. left and like we barely knew her. And now this is the next self-eviction. And, and there was it, so much more with going around with Zach. He was a big, big character and you can't deny right. that played one hell of a game even though as frustrating as it was to play alongside him in the house he was playing a hell of a game I, I can respect the show as a fan as well like i've been watching the show for years and years and years i've gone to even a live show um and so, yeah so i I'm, I'm a big big fan so i understand the frustration of um trying to get on the show and not being able to and seeing people walk out and seeing them live your dream and just kind of let it slip through their fingers um, but again, going into that house and the things that it brings out of you and and 
the ways that you can start thinking that you, it, it reflects so many of your outside you can do so much self-work in the real world and, and think that you've healed all these parts of yourself and they, those wounds and scars can be completely reopened in that house with like the slightest conversation or the slightest look or the, this or that, because you're, you're programmed to start working in a certain way to play this game. Um, so I think it's okay to be passionate about it. It's okay to have feelings about it. It's okay to be mad about it, but how you deliver that mm. towards a person, I think just in general in the world, like we can do things with a little bit more kindness and compassion because everybody's carrying a weight of something. You just don't know it. And like a smile can change somebody's day. So I think like nobody deserves that type of treatment, at least verbally. You could be like, Hey, I'm really upset that you did. And, and there's certain ways to deliver it and vocalize it. Um, but I think of what I've heard, I haven't seen everything. I kind of keep a distance with it. I, I think, um, you know, you know, people can be a bit kinder with it in terms, you don't have to be nice and be like, I love you. Mm -hmm. um, but you don't have to tear someone down either. Um, because oh whether I'm sure he like handles it the way he can handle it, but eventually mm -hmm. that's eat at a person and that breaks my heart i'm an empath at heart i don't want Jeez. people hurting um Listen, so for that anybody listening i don't mean to cut you off but i have to make sure i mention this before like i forget it you are just as beautiful on the inside as you are on the outside. Like that was the true, just, true. yeah, that was just the most genuine thing I've heard all day. Like that was just, ah, oh, I'm sitting here and it's like, oh my gosh, so I'm like, I'm swooning. Like, yeah, that, that was honestly like, that was wonderful. Like, like, yeah, we should, thank you. We should, we should uh, clip this and like post it at the start of every big brother season. <laughs> this is, this is what it's about. This is what it's about. Cause there are so many layers to everything that's going on here. Like, cause we, you forget that big brother, yes, it's a game, but at the beginning of this whole thing, it was supposed to be a social experiment. It was supposed to be like, how do these strangers yeah. work playing this game together in this house, cut off from everything else. Mm -hmm. Right. So this is not just about playing a game. This is not just like Mario party live. Right. This is fantastic. We are characters to you, but we're also humans. And I People. think that's, right, right. that's where we struggle. I think even for myself, um, like coming out of the house and stuff like that. Um, yes, I'm a character and that's quirkiness. And, and everything you saw in that house is very true to myself. Even my friends are saying like, they don't know, like that's you to a T, like my quirky side. But it's like, mm -hmm. we're also humans with feelings. And when you see stuff like that, even if it's a person you don't know making a comment, I mean, it affects you. It, it affects you. It, you wear that, right? Even if, even if you're the most nonchalant, I don't give a whatever kind of person, it's going to eat at you eventually. And I just feel like someone that's come, I've gone through bullying in, in my childhood. And I know that's really changed me as a person, like even with how I process things and how I hear things about myself and how I talk to myself. Mm -hmm. And that's a long time to undo. It takes 30 seconds to dump on somebody like that, but it takes like years to unprogram that from ourselves as humans. So I think that's just something that, that like, just to stay mindful of, because social media is such a big, big thing. It's well, yeah. I was just, I was just thinking that too, like, because Big Brother is such a different show than like any other show. It's so, and it's, so, it's so intimidating in a way that's different than, 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 you know, other shows are in that, like, it's a reality TV show. Like there's other reality TV shows like Survivor or The Challenge that have sort of like a Twitter following that comments on it. But there is no Twitter community that I can think of similar to the Big Brother no. Twitter community. And Very it can get bad. so toxic mm -hmm. at times. 
And I need to remind myself, yeah, like, I I need Mm -hmm. to remind myself all the time that, like, we are watching human beings play a game. Like, when you see somebody like Zach come into the house and he's being nasty to people, and and then you get wrapped into the BB Twitter universe and you see what everybody else is saying. And then it, it becomes, like, a very emotionally charged sort of thing where it's, like, your favorites, if somebody's being nasty to your favorites, like you take it personally. You're, it's like, you're I don't like, even know I'm these people. Yeah, yeah, they're playing a game on television in another country. I'm like, I'm and then we, and then we have, yeah, and it goes from Zach being in the house and not knowing, you know, not liking what he's doing in there, but then to all of a sudden interacting with him on social media and like, I'm being nasty to a person that I don't even know. And then yeah. we actually get to sit down and talk <laughs> to him face to face. And it's like, it's funny how you, I like this guy. Yeah. <laughs> right. Because the the people that you might think you least get along with in the house or that even as a fan watching, there's sometimes the people you get along with the best in the house. And that's the whole thing. And the great area mm-hmm. of the whole Big Brother game, which makes it so unique, is because we're there 24-7. So it's not like you're playing a challenge, okay, and then you go to your hotel at night and you're, you have, like, some time to decompress. Like, right. You're there the whole time. So naturally, your emotions are going to come into They want your emotions to come into that game. Of course. Fight that. That's what's entertaining. So I think, again, I don't support everything. I don't know exactly what was said, but I know of tads and bits and pieces of things that were said. I don't agree with. There were things, you know, said that I don't 100% agree with, even towards myself in that house. That's something I'm like. You know, you could have delivered, like, you could have said that better and not said that at all. You could have gone without saying that. But I think coming out of the house, even if I I know that, like, people are engaging and doing this and doing that and fighting the good fight and whatever. But it's just, like, from a fan perspective, I've never personally felt the need of, like, going online and, like, hating on a specific person i know our season was quite unique with like the things that were happening so mm-hmm. we're super passionate about it and it's again great to be passionate but you know just treat it with a level of care of like if i were in this person's shoes even for like an hour would i be able to take this and they're already even if i don't make a comment right now i i can see there's already 30 comments of people with the exact same opinion mm-hmm. that so it's like if you could be that one person in that pool of 100 that says you know what I'm okay with leaving this right now, then I think that just starts to make a different community for us online and even even maybe in the big brother space. Cause again, I'm all supportive of the people that have passion. I'm anyone that comes to me and even is like, uh, I got comment, I got like the only hate comment I ever saw for myself, which honestly there's probably more, but I've only gotten one direct one to me outside of the house was like, ah, oh, this girl and her annoying voice and she just lives with her parents and like she doesn't know like her left foot from her right foot. And I was like, you know what? Not far off. I do live with my parents. I'm very happy about it. But I know my feet. I know my feet better than anyone else. Or so I hope. Yeah, I was like, correct. Living with parents, correct. But like, you know, I know a a thing or two sometimes. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think like, it depends. I I don't know how I would. I've been very grateful with my response outside of the house. But I know that some of my castmates have had, you know, some not great things said about them and I just I'm, yeah. I'm protective over them in the sense even if I'm not super close with them I'm protective in the sense of like I've gone through this experience now and I can speak on it and I think there is something to be said about that and if mm-hmm. something I said that I rambled on about for an hour and a half makes, uh, <laughs> makes sense, then and someone took something from it then like I'm 
so happy about that. Please. Makes yeah. perfect sense. Makes perfect sense. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, it's, I think that your season has sort of changed my outlook on how I will watch shows moving forward, too. Like, like I said, because of a lot, because of the Zach thing. Like, it's so funny to me that, like, he he was saying something nasty to you on Twitter, so we got him, and now we're talking to you, and it's like come for full circle, where you're like giving such a really nice, eloquent you know answer on like what the game is like and what it's like to be in the house and how people treat you when you come out and like the outside world and like I, I just think that 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 whole this is like a bit been a very cool experience I think for us too like yeah. as a podcast like it's so um, cool I think I would be floored to like anytime I have I'm able to like talk to people about the experience or even as a fan perspective and like link those two together and even get more insight to because I know what it's like to have watched the fan um the show as a fan but I was never involved in the Twitterverse or I never went to that extent I just generally enjoyed watching the show and I would binge it I would be I started live feeding on like season seven I was like this and that so I would be immersed in it in that sense but I would never comment but I would see even on the web page like all the comments that would come up and things that were said and I'd be like ooh wouldn't want to be that girl or wouldn't want to be that guy so I think it's interesting to see like fans but say that but a lot of the times when like people even of what i've heard of castmates that have even like dm people that have said negative comments they're like oh i didn't mean that i'm so sorry i love you so it's like it's kind of like right i think they also there there's a i want to be recognized too in it or i want to have that interaction sometimes people think that like negative things weren't like spark interactions i don't know i can only speculate right like but i i think you know what for the most part I've been having a great time with the fans. I've met some fans from the Netherlands, Ghana, like oh, Ireland. She's international. And I'm like, yeah. she's international. <laughs> I'm, I'm like messaging you. I'm like, oh, we're New Yorkers. You're like, whatever. No, I'm I was like, oh, my God. I'm, 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 I'm going to make it out to New York because I need to do some shopping damage over there. I heard your shopping is. Stop. I don't know anything about shopping. We we gonna drink the house down. Okay. Drink the house down. We could do that too. It, it'll be yes. a day plan. No, for I'll sure. hold your bags. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I'm not fine. I, I ain't got no money. I can't buy you nothing. <laughs> I'll buy you a shot or something like that. We we gonna have a good time. No, really. You come to New York. We coming. We coming. You don't even understand that. The second you know, I'm gonna make it through my first year of law here and. I keep telling my friends, I was like, the second I can start working like full time and just start suing people left and right, no, just joking. Shouldn't be saying this. I was like, I am racking up the bags and I'm going to New York. That's where we're going. Come to New York. Listen, Ah. take the Amtrak. Ooh, I don't even know what that is. Amtrak, the train. Oh. Yeah, chugga, 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 chugga. Come on yeah, down. Take a nice, yes. nice scenic, scenic Ab- route, uh, Yes, I'll railway. meet you at Moynihan Train <laughs> Hall. Train? I thought it was just like a bus that we... I can even take a bus there too, I think. My friend's done. I don't want somebody as fabulous as you sitting on somebody's <laughs> bus. Absolutely not. No, no. Right? <laughs> train or plane? All right, we're not gonna have Miss Renee sitting on somebody's bus. All this backfire, right? yeah. this exhaust. Oh no! Oh my no. god! I took no, no. I took a I bus. The energy. <laughs> I was visiting a friend of mine in school when I was back in college. He he went to school up in Binghamton, New York. Okay. Uh, and 
It was the, I took a bus. It was the most miserable experience of my life. We drove for like four hours. Then we had to stop and get off and just stand in this building until a different bus oh. came. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, what are Renee's curls going to do on a bus? Oh, no, no, no. I'm going to be like, you won't last it. Like, you know what? I'm like, but you know what? I feel like if I had to, I could rough it out and do it. But I would definitely prefer the trainer plane then at that point. I'm sure you could rough it out. There's a lot of things that we could do. There's also a lot of things that we should not do. <laughs> and you sitting on the bus is one of those. Yeah. It's got to be plane or train. The plane, the plane is great because it's like, what, not even an hour and a half flight uh, to New York City? But like the train, I can imagine the train in the fall time being a very nice trip from uh, Toronto. Not to beautiful. New York. Yeah. I, I honestly, you guys, you know, Give me a textbook. I can read it and memorize it for you. But geography, Mm-mm, buddy, I don't. Know. Mm, no good. I could probably tell with the Manitoba situation, we're a little rough with geography. So, um, yeah, <laughs> I have heard that like the bus was there. But if there is a train, I didn't even know that there was a train. But I could definitely see like the the fall, the trees, the leaves changing color, like the cute little vibe. I can come my little scarf, my like. Little, oh my like, gosh, yes. Full chic. Oh, full chic. I got to get in a whole new outfit for the fall. I, You don't even understand. <laughs> I'm like uh, working on a poor man's budget here recently. Uh, so we. As, that, as that's just how I live my life. <laughs> on a poor man's budget. <laughs> Listen. Whenever you come here, we're hanging out. It's not, it's not, it's non-negotiable. It's non-negotiable. I'm actually going out there for you. You'd be surprised. I will do the trip. I will be there. I'll be stop. I'm not surprised at all. I would also come to, if if you could meet at least in Toronto, I would go there. I love Toronto. Oh my gosh. I'm happy you love Toronto. You you have to come to Toronto. Oh, well, well, I don't know if this is like I'm sure this is open to the public, but we're doing Mertz Fest in August. I don't know if you know Mertz Fest. Do you know Mertz No, Fest? I don't. What is this? Well, I didn't know it either. I know it now. Ooh, you're well, trying to say that's I don't know if you know it. You just you just found out. Yeah, I just I was like I honestly just found out. I'm not gonna like talk like a new the dang thing, but um I think there's a there's a guy named Mertz and he throws a Mertz fest and he invites like all the big brother people Hi, out there and reality reality stars and stuff. So he wants the girly pops to do the entrance in Toronto. So if you ever find yourself oh. in Toronto, make it August. Make it so, August. I would love to I would love to come to Toronto. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. It's been a long it time. It really is just a ride on the Amtrak. It's a ride on the Amtrak. Is now, Vanessa gonna be there? Of course she will. She actually just turned 19, so she will be there absolutely. Is she will, right? huh? Because you know where she didn't show up. Oh, I heard. Right here. <laughs> <laughs> right here. <laughs> so after I mean, all this. Like, oh, my gosh. We're so surprised she didn't end up going on because she's quite, like, she's a quirky, like, bold human. So, like. Right. What happened there? What happened? Like, I was I so jazzed about this because I said to her, I was like, listen, I was like, this is so funny to me. I was like, Zach has no idea this is happening. We want to bring we want to bring you on so you can confront him at the fact that he sassed you. <laughs> I'm like, we're going to support you, girl. Um, and only minutes before she was like, nah. I can understand it though. I can no, I understood it, but I was like, oh, I'm like, I hope she knows that like we were not setting her up to fail. No, I think you guys would have been fine. I think my only concern would have been like how Zach responds to it because sometimes Zach can put in the boundaries and sometimes Zach can just go in. And I feel like in a sensitive state, I was like, you never know what his. I think 
my only concern would be his response, but I don't know if that's how she was thinking. I honestly don't know why she didn't end up going on. Um, but I mean, where is she? Is she, is she home now? Is she? Let me, should I message her? <laughs> <laughs> knock, knock, knock. Let me just message her really quick and ask her if she wants to pop on here. Message hey, her all. Me, What's you doing? Mind coming down the hall. <laughs> I'm saying, like, I'm I mean, if you're home. I'm, I'm talking like she's, like, ways away. She's, like, literally out that door. Hold on. I just want to, I just want to see what she looks like. I just want to bring this whole thing what? for a circle. Like, Honestly. Like, yeah. Cause what was so friend. great about it. <laughs> very like she is a mix, a perfect blend of me and my twin. So yeah, I actually want her to come. I'm going to. That would be so it much was, fun. Honestly, She's it like, was so funny though, because like we were talking on the stream about the whole Twitter saga of your your sister just celebrating getting more followers and then Zach sassing her. And we were talking about this and Kyle was like, it's just some like little girl with pigtails that's just trying to run your account. And Zach- I saw that clip. I saw that clip. Come in. Come, come Do you want to quickly like fix your hair and come into my room? Okay, she's gonna come in two minutes. We're gonna get the queen. Oh my god! <laughs> so excited! This is the best Tuesday ever. <laughs> is the best Tuesday. When she tweeted out, like I, she shared our clip and went, "I don't have pigtails, but but I am Renee's younger sister." <laughs> So I remember texting John. I was like, "Am I okay? Am I, am I, do you think she's mad at me?" <laughs> the funny thing is, is like she's very with people that she just meets. She's quite like you know toned down and polite. But like once you crack her shell a little bit, her sarcasm and humor, like she roasts me all the time. Like you're gonna see, you're gonna get charcoal, burnt toast crisp. She's gonna be like, "Oh, look at you, whatever." I'm excited. She's. I'm I can't wait for her. She's going to pop in in a couple of minutes. But yeah, no, she definitely doesn't have pigtails. She's I can't actually, wait, too. She's going into her second year of university. She's doing forensic psychology. I'll talk her up for a second. So she's, Ooh, she's got wow. you know, the brain. She's got the beauty, too. But she's a pain in my bootay sometimes. <laughs> that is for sure. But what are little sisters for, right? Absolutely. Uh, that, yeah. That's so cool. Oh, that's so funny. No, I, I, I am the... I'm the little brother that annoys all the older siblings. Oh, how many so, siblings do you, know. you have? Uh, I'm one of six. I have four sisters and one brother. And I'm the second okay, youngest. Okay, wait, 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 wait. I have to ask, how many bathrooms did you grow up with? And how oh, many people had to share a bathroom? And did you there ever were only, There were only two bathrooms in my house growing up with the six kids and my two parents. It was, you oh, know, it was a tight schedule. And then, or did everybody just split it down the middle? Because you know what? It was just for share a bathroom. There was just like a, a downstairs bathroom, an upstairs bathroom, whichever one's free, jump in there, get ready for school. <laughs> We've never, like, me and my sister share a bathroom as well. Like, we all, like, and then my parents have their own bathroom, but like, we never had an issue with sharing bathrooms growing up. And then when I was talking to my other friends, or like when I went into the house, they're like, come on in. Ooh. Oh, oh, oh. oh my gosh. This is it. Oh, yeah. Yes, she is. She should have put on pigtails, she said. <laughs> I wish. I wish. Oh, man. It's so Hi, amazing Vanessa. to meet you. Hi. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. How are you? Did you have a lovely day today? You are so pretty. Thank you. Oh my gosh, the Mior family's shutting it down on a Tuesday. 
I don't know. We asked someone if we could, and they said they advised us not to, and we didn't know much about like everything, so we just like wanted to be safe and stuff, so we didn't do anything. So it was fear of what that would say. I, I was like thing. so prepared. I wanted to like <laughs> no. That's so funny. Oh, I'm so glad because I was honestly like your no kept me up at night. <laughs> Because <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, does she think that we're not safe? And I was like, wait, I was like, I just hope that you're like, you're you don't think that we're mean. I was like, oh, we're nice people. That is so oh, weird. It definitely was not that. Thank point. God. Thank God. Wow. Oh my gosh. It's wow. so nice to meet you too. I feel like we interacted so much during the season. It's like, oh my gosh, here's the face. They're, you know, they're from New York, right? I knew that they were somewhere in America. <laughs> <laughs> Close enough. We're really good at geography here. I know. We're, yeah. we're like, like we are south. <laughs> That's we're south. You yeah, south of you. Us. You lost us already. <laughs> well, oh, I'm just so glad. I, I I hope that you know that through that whole Zach, you know, saga as you were trying to gain followers for your sister, we had your back the whole way. <laughs> Just so you know, just so you know. To be honest, I just kind of wrote it for the followers. I don't really think anything was ever that deep. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she'll take it. I'll yeah. take. I mean, he ran out my follower account, so thank you. Yeah, yeah, he showed yeah. it. He showed exactly, it. Exactly. <laughs> this, yeah, but anybody that wants to know who who did a great job with the Twitter while I was there, uh, she is. There she is. The face. I know. Amazing. Oh my gosh. I know. Thank you for. For pushing my uh, now if we skyrocket, again. I think I get twenty percent. Yeah, we'll discuss that later. Nice. Yeah, <laughs> you at least you at least do a couple of coins. Absolutely, I know <laughs> she's gonna make a profit now. She'll be the new crypto. Yes. <laughs> so what were you doing tonight before Renee totally interrupted you? Um, to be honest, I was playing League of Legends. Ooh, she's, she's a gamer. gamer. No. She's a gamer. We love I that. Do you stream? No, no. I used to. I used to. Oh, you used to. Why'd you stop? School. Got like, she didn't know she was going to be interviewed. <laughs> yes. like, no, I like brushed up my hair. My face is like red from like staring at a screen for hours. So, yeah. You don't see any red. Yeah, you look great. You look good. You look great. <laughs> oh man awesome guys thanks yeah. for having fun yes thanks so much for popping in i really appreciate yeah. it yeah you can still have your time if you ever want to say that she's returning to her home just down the doorway over there yeah. she's a i've had enough i'm going back to my i'm going back to my games goodbye thank you i met y'all we did enough thank you and doors like, that's great my time is now uh exceeded so like, thank you, thank you. I, had, I had my time to shine yeah, she's like, I'm good. I'm fine. Oh, that was so nice. I'm glad you guys got to meet her. Oh, that was so yeah. great. Yeah, that was months in the making. <laughs> I know. It took yeah. it, it took you like a couple of weeks to get me on here. It took you uh, her six months. 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 <laughs> I demand she is. I know okay? we're about commodity, okay? It's not me. It's her. It's her. Yeah. Oh, that's, uh, so, that's so great. One day we'll have to get you to meet the whole the whole fam. You're not ready. I want to meet the whole fam. As long oh, as your father is going to be okay with meeting me, I know he's not the biggest fan of KP. Words for you. He's going to use his Italian hands. What? What were you talking about? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm not going to back you up at, e at all either. When he sasses you, I'm going to be like, "Yeah, man, I can't believe you, Kyle." Wow! Wow! <laughs> yeah. 
really no, mean. No, Listen, I'm so just a guy. I'm just a guy illegally watching Big Brother Canada. Like, like, yeah, a regular well. guy. <laughs> I love that. That's odd. I cannot believe that your father <laughs> said that he, needed, he might need a word with Kyle. Like, no, when so he funny. told me that, he's like, can I come on and say something? I was like, absolutely not. Like, this is my father. <laughs> absolutely not. Let me tell you what this man was saying at the beginning of the whole podcast. He was saying, you would this and that. But actually, JM did tell me that John was a stand from the beginning. So, John, I got to give you. I got to give you the best yes. buddy. Yes. This show first, first seeing it. Yes. Oh. Now, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Isn't there, <laughs> isn't there something to be said for the naysayer? That turned into a diehard, right? Like I was here and I can't. I did a one eighty. You know what? That counts for something. Like, come on, give me my flowers. So I do give you your flowers as well. Thank you. you. I'm I'm doing two up. (laughs) Yeah, no, no, it is true because I I think that's the best. It's a really rewarding thing to hear that from fans to be like i could not stand you at the beginning and then it's like to being like your drs were the highlight of the episode which i still don't understand like i've only seen it like halfway through the episodes and i'm like yeah like my drs were a little bit chaotic but i was like i guess (laughs) but who's weren't i mean that's what big brother is that's that's how i ramble on the daily so i was like i'm I'm confused but i mean you uh you had your own you had your own renaissance of your own, you know? I sure did. I yes, sure did. did. The renaissance. That was such a good one. I have to give the team, uh, the big guys up above, for giving me that one. Because, like, <laughs> when they told me that, I was like, they're going to make the season about me. This is my show. And then I was like, I don't know. It's very much not my show. It's my show in the wrong way. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, it, it was a good time, honestly. <laughs> That's so good. That's so good. Um I feel like we're wrapping up, but I don't want to because I have one more gate that I have to ask you about. Okay. Oh. Oh, yes. That's right. Yeah. Yes. Oh, you're right. I need to know <laughs> about what you thought about Santana and the, and the whole Waffle Gate situation with Zanika. All right. Because that was a tough watch. Um, and like, <laughs> was it as tough for you as it was for us? It, I, I honestly don't was would never expect Wafflegate to blow up that much. Okay, but really? watching it in person was like, you know, that awkward silence that can cut through, like not even the room, but actually like, the whole country. Like I think the whole country went silent for a moment when the Wafflegate happened. Like, no, country's in a moment of silence for Anika's waffles. I'm like, we need a minute, yeah, a minute of silence for Anika's waffles because Lord, listen, I had, I thought my waffles were great. I'm gonna leave that at that. But watching their interaction when they were already kind of spewing at each other, I think there's a comment in there, which is so typical of me to try to like break the ice and lighten the mood of after they go at it, they go at it. I'm standing there with the waffles. I'm like, well, I'm very appreciative of my waffles. <laughs> I'm like, why did you say that, you dumbass? I was like, what are you doing over there? Like, honestly, that was my mood for the entire conversation. I was just like, Okay, got like anytime people got into a bickerment, like a bicker bickering situation that wasn't over the game, I was like, okay, like 
that's me nice kumbaya, kumbaya. like i was doing anything to make it okay so yeah that blow was like hilarious but i the, watching it back is hilarious living it in the moment i was like i'm never gonna i love the waffles i love everything about the waffles <laughs> Both of them, the flour and the no flour ones. I can eat them all day. <laughs> of them, I'm fine. But yeah, that was hilarious. That was one of the funniest days. That and Library Gate were like hilarious. But like when we were going through them, it was like, yay. Oh, the library. Gosh. Yeah, it felt so bad That was like another breaking straw. Imagine literally going through. This was what led to like actually my first like personal breaking point of like I actually just went to the backyard and I remember just crying just on my own by myself because oh. I was literally like I went through library gate which we're all isolated from this not included in this thing then we go into the fatal feast another terrible thing I'm left at the bottom fighting for my life and then it's like and then the next day I was like it wasn't even that big of a point like and then CC took Nene for Wendy's the next day and that was like my final final straw like when you don't <laughs> You know what? I was like, I'm gonna win this for myself. I was like, I'm gonna get this for myself, and then I'm gonna show everybody. Like, I was at that point. That was like Renee at that point. So Library Gate was just. I was very unbothered with Library Gate when it first happened because there's nothing I can do. Like, they're locking the door. Like, I'm gonna go listen to music. So I was just kind of dancing upstairs and doing my own thing because I literally could not. Like, any point that I could to not be stressed, I would. So um, that was just annoying, though. I was like, dude, like this was something that was supposed to be for the whole house, anyways. And I was like, you're not hiding. Right. Thing. like even if you get the power like we know you have something so like right it, so what 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 purpose does that actually serve and as a fan i just wanted to be in the room right and i think it's, yeah, it's yeah. funny like i would end up having because i know that nene actually was like very affected by that like on a personal level and again mm -hmm. it's so funny how that house can bring out things like from even like your childhood or things that you've endured on the outside and i think because i coach gymnastics with kids and, and I'm very adamant like with my girl group because I know how competitive sports can get amongst girls I grew up in competitive dance and that's where I experienced bullying and it was brutal so I, I try to do my best to like stop that from happening I'm not saying that the library gate was bullying but like it when you see someone hurting from like the actions of somebody else it's like I was just more on like a you know I really don't agree with how you guys went about like I was just more of like touching on it more on a personal level of like how it affected like the people around me kind of thing so that was the only thing annoying for me about library gate of how it hurt the people around me and how you know it didn't mm. feel good on my end either but like it wasn't anything that was gonna like make or break me like i think actually like the fatal feast was just more of like that you know what screw all of you at this point but library gate was only like the start cracking of that um, but yeah, so I mean, wasn't it the greatest thing? No. However, I was not the one locking people out. So I can sleep at night and be like, right. I didn't do that. But again, that house brings out very different sides of people. None of those right. people I think are intentionally malicious. I will say that once. I will say it again. Uh, I don't, but obviously it doesn't feel great to be on the outside. And then on top of that, we were the ones in power that week or sorry, we were actually, no, we hadn't had power that week, but we were very, it showed us how clearly we were on the outs with the rest of the house. Cause even Ty was let into that door. And you know what? Hope told me that Ty busted his way into the door, which he half did, but then Hope opened it. So I was like, Hope, you're going to tell me that you're like this big and like yay muscly and you're like pumping iron every day. And you <laughs> busted in that door. I was like, are you kidding me? I was like, no. Yeah. But yeah, oh. it was, uh, Man, that was, that was just, 
uh, I, I just still re- I can still remember watching that and like feeling like this is tough to watch. Like it that they're just not. Like I knew. I actually knew. Um, I was like, that's not gonna look great for those people. But the best that I could do, like even in any situation situation in life, like at that point, for me to waste my energy and get actively upset to the point that I'm like. I hate those guys and like just be yelling at every camera. Like I could have done that. I could have done that multiple times in the house, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. you have to be, be very mindful and smart about your energy and conserving your energy in that house. So I was like, you know what? We probably got a big day coming. So I'm going to go have a dance party by myself. The, the, the music player is free. The iPod is free. I'm a, plug my earphones in and I'm going to have a good time. So, I mean, yeah, it was very tough to live through, but at least I got some free music jams in the, in between was no, no time for waiting. I just got straight. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just dance your way through it. Who cares? Dance your way through yeah. it. You know? Yeah. Life's too short to be mad. You gotta be living it up. Unless you're on the block. Be mad. Be mad about the block. <laughs> then you can be mad. Yes, exactly. You can be mad. I agree. You can be pissed, actually. You can be super pissed at you that point. Super pissed. Um, pissed. I, I do have one question though. Like, as a fan of the show. Removing the emotion from it and removing the fact that you are actually involved in this, you know, library gate. Yeah. Like, is there a world in which you could exist where you might maybe understand a little bit of that behavior? Like, because as a fan, I understand I understand the the emotional end to it and why it's personally offensive, but I also from a game perspective, could not imagine letting somebody who is working against me, because at the end of the day, we are playing a game. Like, what if I did let somebody in here and I was in here searching for whatever this advantage is, whatever this clue thing is. I've been searching for however long it has been. And I let somebody else in and they find it like this. I would never forgive myself. No, that's the thing. But, and that's the only thing, like, listen, when I see something that somebody does that I don't like, the first thing I do is I, I'm i like, okay, why are they doing this and for what purpose? And right. Let me put myself in that person's position. I do that like almost to a fault. Like I will go, I, I will make reasons for you of why you did your actions. Um, but I think the trouble that we had with that quote unquote game move being done in trying to protect this power is first of all, the dynamic, Well, okay. Actually, let me go first, first, first off. Every Mm -hmm. single person was in that room, save for the girly pops. Santina is not affiliated with you alliance-wise. She was actually like never even interested in being anything alliance-wise. And Ty was someone you were actively trying to get out. The girly pops were a group that was a threat to you, but Ty was actually someone you were actively trying to get out. If in a world that I wanted to, you know, again, I would not, maybe I wouldn't let the people that were quote unquote working against me. However, we were not working against them at that point. We were actually very, very strong to the six of taking the girls to the end. They were the mm. ones in alliance. So there's that whole front of how many people they left in and who they left out because I don't think Santina served them anything. And I think if Santina had that power, no one was convincing her how to use it versus mm. the girly pops for people that you were in an alliance with. And if you're trying to, or sorry, an agreement with that we called an alliance. And we were actually very true to that multiple times throughout the game. And we sat down multiple times throughout the game. Again, you can't see this because you didn't have all of the information, but we were in that group. So it's like, there's not a scenario where I see that 
even us getting the power, even if that were the case and we snagged it and we went in there and ripped it away and we took the power, it would have worked against them. That's one. But also two, um, with us coming into the room, there were already how many uh, were there in there? One, two, three, four. There were about five, five, six people in that room already. If we had come in, which they had given us the reason that, oh, but we told them like, you know, the only reason why they, they we let them in is because that they we knew that if we, whoever found the power that it was going to be given to Daniel C. Cause he was the first one in the room. And I find it very hard to believe that me, Cece or Nene would have been opposed to doing that because there was already the majority saying, we're going to give this to Daniel C. Had mm -hmm. we come into the room, we wouldn't have been like, Oh, it's ours now. Like we're just, you could see we're not that those types of players anyways. We're not that mm -hmm. like in that yeah. sense. Um, and also if people were already looking at it and they let us into it, we would have kept that in mind of, okay, they let it, like, we play like that. I don't think the way that we played the game would have worked against them. So I think there's just like those layers to it that like made it funky for me that I was like, right. if you kept Santina out, if you kept Ty out, no sweat off our back. And I don't even think the girly pops would have been that upset. Um, but I think letting everybody in and then saying, well, but they agreed that like, you know, they would give the power to Daniel. See, that's actually a disservice to you because you're showing that you don't trust us when we've actively mm -hmm. been trying to work mm -hmm. with you. So if right. there's people that shouldn't be trusting anybody, it's us that shouldn't be trusting you because we were loyal to that six. We were very loyal right. to yeah. that six. Yeah. We got CC to put it's up high on the block. Like CC didn't just put up tie on the block. Even after they did library gate, CC put tie up on the block. So it's like, we showed our loyalty time and time again, I find in those circumstances, we did know that something bigger was in the works with them. Did we know it was the crown quote unquote? No. Um, but it definitely didn't. I think it actually hurt their game more than it helped them because it was way, it was just as revealing, if not even more revealing than the POV um, with Johnny, right. With the whole reaction with Johnny. Right. Um, so I think, I don't know. I think as a game point, I could totally understand. I'm not going to let a certain person in, but Ty was in that room and Santina was in that room. And right. it doesn't really no, make any sense. No one wanted to work right. with them. But like, or sorry, not no one wanted to work with them, but people, they, they were on the outs of those alliances. Absolutely. So I think yeah. that's where it that's becomes like tricky. But then again, I really think of like, I hammer out every detail like that. Um, obviously maybe they weren't thinking of it like that. Maybe they weren't thinking like, oh, just them were left out, but they were in the library for so long that at some point it's like, okay, like we only have three of them outside. What's that going to do for us? It was kind of more coming back and being like, you know, we were just lost in the sauce and that's rightfully so too. Maybe you were, but it doesn't feel great and doesn't take away from that. And also I don't think it really helped your game that much because even at the end of it, I even knew as a fan point that it being that big of a thing that was going on in there, that it couldn't, to me, it couldn't have been a secret power um, because usually secret powers are supposed to be secret. So like if you're making a big group and the books are flying off the shelves, it's not so secret anymore. Not that much of a secret, right? And if X amount of people are involved, it, it's just those things that I feel like just didn't come up because they're in the, of the moment. And I'm like, it can't be a secret power. And I was like, and on top of that, now you look extra goofy because it was so, something that was supposed to be built with everybody. And now you left, right. them, you showed your cards, you showed that you didn't trust us. I was like, how does this help your game at all? I was, to me, just even on a game front, it just didn't make any sense. So didn't make any sense. I feel like I remember... 
I remember at some point seeing like they had so many like books and pages like laid out on that pool table to like figure out what this was riddle huge. was or whatever. And I was like, you have to sit back and think at some point. Like there is no way that one person could have gotten this done by themselves without yeah. someone else walking in. Like this is clearly not an individual thing. Like this isn't a, it was no way. And then even like we had already first of all, like we even had the invisible week. So we had like already the secret power twist like yeah maybe there could have been like something else like an edge to the game but it's like regardless all of y'all are in the room and two of those people in that room with the other four like have no ties or loyalty to the to the so you're already working at an odds already if it is an odd mm -hmm. like you think santina you think ty and santina if they get their hands on the individual power that they're gonna sit there and be like daniel c came into the room first Again, maybe they would, but I think I would argue that the girly pops would be more likely to be like, no, you actually did come in here first. Cause that was just how they were, we were playing at that point. Like I find it very hard, even specifically with Nene that she would do, go in there and find that and, and, and not be like, oh no, like Nene wears her heart on her sleeve and she does everything out of the goodness of her heart. And like, mm -hmm. even she played that game, like with emotions as well, like involved in it. So I find it very hard to believe even with her. Nene was closer to Daniel and me, and Nene, Cece, Daniel, and Anika had the final four line, or had started talking about a final four lines at that point. So just nothing of it game wise made sense. Yeah. So I'm like, you know, at first I was kind of grateful that they just didn't leave me out of it because I was like, they're just only gonna leave me and they're gonna let the girls in, and then I'm just gonna be like out here. But I was like, at least you know, strength in numbers, we're out here together. <laughs> <laughs> you know. So it, it, you know, I, again, no hard feelings, anything that was said or done in that house. I, I, I really truthfully, like from the bottom of my heart, I'm at peace with it and I don't have ill feelings towards it. Obviously you're processing things outside of that house and you're like, Oh, I didn't love that. And I didn't feel great, but like, you know what? Okay. It, it brings out that game brings things outside of you. And it actually takes a lot more strength to not react in those ways than it does to just react sure. so mm -hmm. uh, that's why i just resorted to trying to react as little as possible and seeming as i'm bothered as possible even though i was fuming out the hoo-ha every two seconds with like everything that was happening in that house i feel uh, like you you more than anyone else like had to deal with, with with the amount of times you were on the block and everything so i think it's, it's definitely block, block bruises yeah. Every like, single cop you could ask, and like people would be like, "Oh, like you know, yeah, yeah. like I want to stay out of, I don't want to rock the boat." I'm like, "Lucky that you have a choice." Like I don't. <laughs> <laughs> They're bringing well, up regardless. I'm tired, but I'm still going. But I think uh, I think you played a great game, though. You were a lot of fun to watch, and I thought you carried mm -hmm. yourself very well the whole mm -hmm. time that you were in there. So, which I'm sure is a very hard thing to do in front of all those cameras and everything. So it's so hard, but thank you. That means honestly the world. Like. You know, I was hoping I could push through a little further than the five, but I'm grateful for the five, and I'm glad to hear feedback. Five is far. Five yeah. is far, considering she didn't think she was making it out of week one, honestly. I didn't. I really didn't. I was like, ooh. Dead last. <laughs> oh, dead last her. And you know what? Thank goodness that didn't continue, because separate up, that ball competition where we were going down the slides, that was also dead last. So... <laughs> Uh, didn't help i was dead last even i couldn't even pull off a prank okay i was like i was flopping and failing in that house but you know we fought through we we pushed through
You absolutely <laughs> did. Top five is far. Um, really you deserve awesome. many flowers for that. Um, so we know you're going to law school, obviously, after this. Like, so what other reality TV shows might you be interested in if propositioned? Okay, so it's hard because um, I'm not saying this to sound facetious, but my schedule is always very, very booked right when I'm <laughs> it's It's literally like one thing after the next. This was the first year I had off of school ever since like whatever. Oh, wow. So, um, okay. I mean, it would be hard for me to get back into a reality show. However, because mm-hmm. I've already got a little bit of my addiction filled with like reality TV, I feel like I would do Big Brother again um, if the opportunity presented itself. I feel okay. like I would want to play completely differently. I would want to be try to be a bit more like open and aggressive and a little bit, I don't know, don't want to say exactly what I would do, but I feel like I would play like a complete 180 to how I played. Minus, I could very well still be failing depending on the comms, but maybe there'll be a little bit more trivia based and I can I can pull through over there, but I would definitely big brother. Um, I think the only other one that I, I'm not that very well versed in like reality TV game shows, but I do like the mole. I think I would maybe. We love the mole. Yeah. I think I would, I think that would be fun for me to do. I don't know too much about it, to be honest. I'd have to like binge it a bit more, but other than that. Have you seen the traitors? What? Have you seen the traitors? No. Whew. Oh, it is such a good show. You'd be great at it, actually. They did a U.S. version, an, uh, a U.K. version, and an Australian version. I think they're going to do a version in Canada, actually. I thought I read that, too. I'm going to apply them. Wait, wait, what's the premise of, like, give me the... It's It actually, I think that they kind of, like, did your season of Big Brother, like, kind of, like, inspired by the traders a little, a little bit with the Big Brother manner. Even, like, the Fatal Feast table looks very similar to a table they use in the traders. Oh, really? um, and it's basically, like, yeah. they have, like, depending on the the, on the, uh, the version of it, they either have, I think it's 22 or 24 players. Everyone walks into the house. They're all they they know they're playing a game called the Traders, but they don't really know who the Traders are or anything yet because they haven't even been chosen yet. Like the host will come in, they all sit around this table, they have to put on their blindfolds or whatever, and the host right there will tap the shoulder of like four traders. And then everyone takes their blindfolds off, and now you know that the, the traders have been chosen, but it's either these small group of like you know, three or four traders, and then everybody else is the faithful. And the faithful has to try to find out who the traders are. Um, and, and the traders each So like they'll they'll do like a vote thing where the faith, the faithful tries to guess who the traders are and try to vote them out. And as for as long as the traders are in the game, they can actually like murder the faithful. Like overnight, somebody just won't come to breakfast the next day because they've been eliminated from the game and stuff. And they have like challenges where you can like earn money at the end. And like depending on like if the faithfuls win, they share the pot or the trader. If, if they can get rid of all the faithful and the other traders, then the one trader that's left standing can take all of the money. Like it's really wild. Okay, it's wait. Wild. That's where I feel like my paranoia would run rampant high that's when if i knew it would be just my luck that the first night i sleep in that dang house a trader freaking murders me okay i better be one of the mur- the traders in that that game but that sounds insane i would i would audition where i would try going for something like that Honestly, anything that has the social strategy side of it i'm 
very much into and i really do like doing the competitions i just unfortunately sucked at them this like this year or whatever um so i think like anything with the strategy that i can sit down and you have alliances you're moving forward or st something like that i i really 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 like even if i played it individually i mean i practically was like pushing through on my own over there at some point so <laughs> whatever we'll have to send you we'll send you more info on the traders yeah that I would do. I wouldn't, I don't, I, I would never honestly do like a dating show or anything. That's not, you know, my, my, my cup of tea. That's not my yeah. thing, but all the power yeah. to anyone that, that doesn't know hate, no shame, but um, I like something like that, or, you know, my own reality TV show. Cause I'm narcissistic. Get out of here. It, you know what? I'm writing that down because that might be a good podcast name or my YouTube channel name. Oh. Come on now. Come on now. Check for you? Should I cut cut my check for you now or later? That's what it's You heard it here first. You heard it here first. The first the first one's on the house. The first one's on the house. Oh, thank you so much. I, I appreciate it. I need it. Your girl needs it. She's going to law school. She's got some bills to pay. Yeah, um, yeah. But, yeah. but because um, of that is exactly why you would be good on the traders because there's so many games involved in this game you know because ideally if you're selected as a trader you want to get to the game you want to get to the end of the game by yourself yeah. right because if there's a trader left they take what is left in the entire team bank right so everybody is playing these challenges to add money to the bank but if a trader makes it to the end they keep it all um if the faithful make it to the end like they split it right so the traders, while you're working together, and there's like three or four of you, you working to together, right? You also want to make sure they go. So there's a game within a game um, because the oh, public yeah. vote. So when you're sitting down to now discuss who you want to vote out because you think they're a traitor, that vote is public. Okay, so you have to actually say oh, out yeah. loud to All everybody on the table who you're voting for and why. And like, so this creates a lot of discussion. So if Renee is a trader and she wants John out because he's a trader too, and I want you to get the hell out of here. So I make the money for myself. You now have to state your reason why you're voting for John. And if John doesn't go, you're going to see him later that night when all the traders meet to discuss who they want to murder of the faithful. So there are so many games oh, at play. Together, the traders have to come together as a collective to decide who they want to murder. Who to murder. Yeah. Yes, oh, yes. And that happens after the elimination public vote. Okay, wait. This is hilarious. You're going to laugh because we did play a game in the house that that is this game. But it's like it's a children's game or an elementary school game, whatever. Well, what is it called? I, I believe um, we had to change the name to Wolves. I think it's called Wolves or something like that. But basically you have three or four murderers. And so at night, all of the townspeople, they go to bed. So everybody has a character in this in this Wolves game. So like you could be, mm -hmm. just make it up. I, I Oh, I own a flower shop. Oh, I, I shine shoes. Everybody goes to sleep <laughs> and they say, okay, so there's one wolf hunter. The only difference is there's a wolf hunter and then there's like the wolves. So they mm -hmm. say uh, there's someone narrating the whole game. So they would be the host. They say the wolves wake up and they're like, who do you want to murder? And all together we have to like silently point to a person that we want to murder and then they make all of us go back to bed and they say okay everybody wake up and they're like okay so last night so and so was murdered and like this and that and then they all have to have a discussion all the peasant or the not peasants well clowns people have to decide who who the murderers are or who the whatever right, right. wolves are so 
we did play a round of that in the house, and I did actually win that round. Oh, and oh. you see now, okay. you see now. No, but that's that's insane. But it's funny though because in that game, I feel like it's a very tricky line because you want the you want the traders to get knocked out so you can collect the pot at the end, but you don't want them to get knocked out too early, or else you're gonna right. you might look more suspicious. So. It, it's very interesting. So I think, honestly, if they made a Canadian one, or maybe if they let me go in the U.S. one, maybe I would do something like that. I love those types of games. Oh. Those ones. Yeah, you'd be fantastic on that, especially yeah, that because be you're going awesome. into law school. And that 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 is like so much of what you do. Like that's so yeah. much of your training already. Like you, honestly, even even hearing earlier about like the fact that people saw you as a threat because of like your speeches and how persuasive you could be like that's what you have to do in the trade that was hilarious to me though because i do talk a lot as you guys see i, I ramble a lot she's got a mouth my parents will be the first ones to tell you but i've always actually been i, I developed actually like uh public speaking anxiety for a while so even doing hmm. the speeches was like it, I got, it got to a point that i was like i, I had to completely kind of like turn that out because i always want to work on it right. I, I like to confront my fears head on so having to do that with like literally the only thing i was saying in my head was like maybe like i was like i just want to stay a few weeks off the block just so that there's less people to speak in front of things like that no i was dead last the world said <laughs> you're conquering it girl so i think it, it was funny to me because i would black out for those speeches and i didn't think they were that great because i'm used to doing them at a certain like caliber and being very i'm very very particular with how i speak and i like to have it written down on my laptop and i'm memorizing it 24 like there you nothing. so it's like I was like, I had to write it in my head, memorize it in my head, study it in my head, and then just hope for the best when it actually came on to the live eviction nights, because I would always make it to live eviction nights in case you guys didn't know. It's funny that people came out like later in the game and said, oh, your speech, like they would say, your speeches are amazing. And even when I came off the show, oh, your speeches are amazing. I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about, but uh, thank you. Oh, thank you. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. That's so funny. Yeah. I love that. That is so yeah. awesome. Ah. Ah. Listen, thank you so much for joining us tonight. Um, <laughs> how can anyone listening or watching find you? Um, wh where can they find you in the socials? Tell us. Yeah. So Instagram is my main go-to thing that I'm always posting on. That's oh, I'm yeah, she loves it. Yeah, I'm a big Instagram girly. Um, so that's just Renee Muir. And then I believe mm -hmm. my Twitter is... Renee BBCan11, I think it's still that. I am not sure <laughs> it's still that. Um, but yeah, and then hope what's coming in the works is my YouTube. So stay tuned for that on my Ooh. Instagram. Um, we're going to get some fun stuff, some fun content for the summer, hopefully. That's awesome. fantastic. Do you plan to watch Big Brother 25? Okay, don't hate me, but I've never watched a season of Big Brother US. So <sighs> I. I know. Yeah. I know. I, I've just been a Canadian um, fan, but my twin sister loves the U.S. one. Like, we're, she mm. watched the U.S. one, and I would watch the Canadian one, and then, like, now we're kind of swapping. But I'm notes. very interested to maybe, like, watch BBUS, and then I even want to talk about it, too. I love talking, like, strategy. I, I want to see how different BBUS is um, yeah. because I know that they're a little bit more unfiltered and, like, the comps are different and, like, the layout and things like that. So I'm very interested mm -hmm. to watch it. So I will definitely start getting in tune with it. And I'm excited to see. I think I just heard the cast just got dropped um, or like revealed on the website. Um, if it did, we missed it. Um, I did not see that. I know the Challenge um, USA 2 cast just got dropped. I don't know. Oh, I thought yeah. I saw something BB. It's the 25th season, right? It is the 25th season. Oh, we do have an anniversary special coming up. 
Um, oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, that's like next week. Yeah, super excited about that. Can't wait to see how we're celebrating our Big Brother. Um, but if you're <laughs> going to be watching Big Brother 25, I will tell you that we are live every eviction night. That's every Thursday. And like you have an open invitation. Just come back yeah. and just chat strat with us. Um, we would yeah. love to have you back. I would love to know your opinion on the season ongoing, like as a fan and yeah. not just as a player. I think oh, we would God. have so much fun talking about that. I would um, love to talk. I love talking about the game and stuff. So I, even learning it, I was like, I know I'm sure it's pretty much the same, but even seeing how the U.S. does it, I'd love to come on and chat with you guys some more. Oh my gosh, absolutely! Oh, yeah. And if your sister is interested in coming too, you said she likes to watch, you know, Big Brother U.S. as well. Like, I mean, she's welcome too. Like, let's have the whole Mior family on. Let's um, as even Papa Mior, who can't stand me. <laughs> <laughs> Let's have him on. Let's see what he thinks no, of the going so on. I'm like, <laughs> you know, you're really getting some good tea there, right? But yeah, yeah I, right. I would love to. Honestly, thank you again. I have to say, I know I've again been talking the most, but you guys having me on and having the kindest things to say and like this environment, I'm just obsessed. This was so much fun, um, and I, I'm just so honored you guys wanted to have me on. So thank you so much. Yeah. Oh no, my really. God, we're so grateful, so grateful to you. Thank you, thank you so Absolutely. much. Absolutely, thank you. And like, honestly, not to be understated, like, listen, we're a small podcast and everything, but like, we also don't talk to people we don't want to talk to. Like, we don't just randomly <laughs> just send emails to people, like, oh, no, please just come on. Like, no, if we don't want to talk to you, we're not going to talk to you. Because <laughs> like, we really just want this to be fun, and we just yeah. knew that you would be. And like, yeah, this was yeah. this was such a blast. Um, when we talked to John Michael, he was like. So who else do you guys want to talk to? And I was like, Renee, Renee, I want to talk to Renee. <laughs> He's like, I love Renee. And I was like, oh, well, thank God. We love Renee too. Oh my God, I love you guys. It's on it. Like, yeah. I feel like this has been so comfortable. And it's like, I'm talking to like my two besties over here. So it's been it, honestly, uh, a great experience. I, I just love it. And thank you. That's uh, space to ramble. Oh my goodness. But it was the exact thing though. Like we love to talk this game. Right. Like, we, would, yeah. we just love to talk about it. I, I tell my mother all the time. I'm like, I can talk about this game for hours. Like, I just, I, think I so love Big Brother. And I want to talk about people who love it as much. Yeah. And I think everybody yeah. has, like, different perspectives to it. And I think mm -hmm. the one thing I craved while I was watching the show was having more people who watched the show. Because in my friend group, it really was me and my one friend that really avidly watched it. And then I would try to get my other friends, like, to watch it here and there. But mm -hmm. to have some people to talk about it who, like, actually see the strategy aspect and, oh, how could they have done this and do that? I can ramble on and on about that um and i think now like having both sides of it i can sympathize with it a bit differently too and be like okay maybe that's why they played that move that way right. um, but yeah that that would be so much fun if you guys would have me back oh, yeah. I'd love to. Oh, please, of course of course, of course. I feel, yeah i feel like we're already friends like kyle and i before you even got here was like um <laughs> kyle was like you know, we'll see you know, how long she wants to talk. Maybe it'll be 45 minutes, an hour, because we know that you're, like, you're busy and you get asked about this stuff all the time. And it's like, so it's funny to like, to sit here and we've been talking for over two hours and it's like, it doesn't feel like that long. It just feels like we've just been hanging out chatting. So it's, you're the best. Literally, it's bad. Like guys, we, if we got the drinks like flowing in New York over there, we'd be out like to the sunshine. We'd be out all night. So I would be out all night. <laughs> and like, it's so that's, that's how I know this is going to be a blooming friendship, guys. Hit me up whenever. It's going to be so much fun. Yes, as of now, I love that so much. I remember before the stream started, I said, oh, my gosh. I was like, John, 
I don't have any questions lined up. It's <laughs> like she keeps saying this is an interview. I have nothing specific that I want to ask her. I was like, I just want to talk to her. And I was like, so I'm like, hopefully we make it to 45 minutes. <laughs> I was like, because I don't want this to be a flopper. <laughs> like, yeah, there's one us. thing. The conversation, like I. As you can see, I was like, where are we again? What am I talking about? But I love having conversation. I babble on so long. So I'm glad that you guys matched the energy and we, we were able to talk for so long. It honestly is so much fun. Yeah, no, yeah. this oh, is an yeah. absolute blast. I really can't thank you enough for taking oh, some time out of your busy life. Just to sit down and talk to us Americans. <laughs> like, honestly, <laughs> like, thank you. you. This Canadian here. Oh, my goodness. I feel like oh, you guys are oh. just in the States over there in New York, living up your best lives. I'm like, they want to talk to a little old me here and like- That's literally, yeah. It's the Not best even. part of our we day. We tuned in live to watch every Canadian episode. Like, what do you mean? Like, we were like so excited. Are you kidding? This was our whole thing. So like, have you watched multiple seasons like before this season or for- Um, was it, Well, we watched, watched Can 10. I watched okay. 10 and that then was I okay. watched one and I watched most of season two. Unfortunately, um, if you remember in BB Can 10, they were basically spoiling every winner <laughs> with their Wendy's visits. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. yes. And yes. I was so mad. So, like, John and Gina would be watching, like, oh, somebody's going to Wendy's. I'm turning it off. Let me know when the Wendy's yeah. thing is over because I want to watch these seasons and I don't want to be spoiled. Um, I did also watch season eight. Okay. Um, Oh, yeah. Failed COVID, COVID version. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. That, that actually brought me to tears. That was hard to watch. Yeah. Um, you know what? As a fan, I didn't. Um, that one, for some reason, and I, I don't think it's to a fault of anybody. I just couldn't. That was the first season I couldn't really get that much into in terms of like the first few episodes. Just nothing. Like it was rolling, but I couldn't see mm -hmm. where it was. And it was like, interesting cast mix to me i i don't know what didn't click for me but then when the show got cut cut short like i really like panned away so i don't remember that season entirely but i mm. will say if you do get the chance one of my favorite seasons of the vv can franchise is season seven also three and five are phenomenal three and five are amazing but season seven i don't know what it was about that season it was so good so good i don't know what it was it was like the alliances i have like a soft spot for dane i don't know why like uh he's one of the players of the season i was like i thought he played a really insane but great game like definitely not a way i could like flop like with like the lies and stuff like that but i don't know for some reason that season like really stuck with me and i talked about a lot in the house and they're like that no like what like what are you talking about <laughs> season okay no hey that's so funny would you ever be down for like a legacy watch or something like that I like i'd be interested like maybe when you're in law school and like you're, you're a little busy but it's something you're sort of familiar with like maybe we can all like watch it together and like, we can just, like recap to. that because like these bb can seasons like we've only again we've only seen a couple i am so, not um, working um this is like the first like going into law school this is the first time i'm not like working part-time as i'm in school so i'm I'm sure I won't, but I'm I'm gonna make it an effort to have my free time and like my decompressors. And I would love to ramble and argue about game strategies with you guys. I'd be like, look, oh. at, look at what they did over here. 
And that would be so much fun. We'll definitely have to talk oh about that God, yeah. in a little bit because that be really amazing. would be a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm excited about um, now that BBUS 25, I'm going to get into it for the first time. I think you guys have inspired me. I think that's going to be my next move. Oh, yeah, definitely do. get into it. We I, want you to know Julie Chan. I know. I'm going to like hit oh, them up. Uh, I'm probably going to get so invested that I'm going to be like, listen, I'm from BBCAN 11. Okay. Like, literally, like, <laughs> I'm gonna be that like, would mean something. Me Top five. Let me in. <laughs> yes, yeah, absolutely. hell yeah. We're you actually know. we're going we're going to a big premiere uh, event for BB Twenty Five. Isn't it New York the one in New York, right? You're, it's the in house York. shops. Yeah. Yeah. With a a bunch of the cast out. from yeah BB Twenty Four, including the winner, and uh, a bunch of the cast from you know BB Twenty Three, okay. like the cookout members and stuff. Is Twenty Four um, Taylor Hill? Is that the winner? Yes, it is. Yes. Okay, yes, I've is. heard a lot about her, and I've heard only good things. I don't know what she looks like. I don't know what. I, again, I I know nothing about the BBUS franchise, but I heard she was underestimated, and she was always like kind of isolated and outcasted, and she pulled yeah. up the win at the end. So I'm like, you know what? I'm riding for you, girl. I don't even know you, but I already yeah. respect it. That's right. Honestly, she was more than an outcast. She was like downright bullied in the beginning. Yeah, she um, and she was bad. bullied so bad that like, you know, we started this whole podcast literally just to talk about Big Brother. Like now we've gotten into other things, but we only wanted to talk about Big Brother. And this, the way that she was treated in the beginning of this season was enough to make us think that we didn't want to cover it. Like we were like, this is like very uncomfortable. Like, I don't even want to talk about this. Like, this is horrible to look at. It was so painful. Like bullying from um, the other castmates just in and the house yeah, oh, wow. yeah yeah it was horrible yeah. and like and the worst part about it is that like it was a lot of it was edited out no like, so when you watch the actual episodes like you didn't see a lot of that stuff until an alliance was formed to work against it um really but yeah in the beginning of it like you only saw those things if you were watching the feeds it was tough, yeah. It was rough. Yeah. Oh, you was, don't even know if I saw that happening firsthand or, or whatever as it was happening. I'm all, as you can tell, I'm very like passionate with that space and like how mm -hmm. to talk. I think even though it's a game and people say it's a game, it's a game, it's a game. I think that's a little bit of a cop out sometimes. There yes. we're humans and there's a way to speak to other humans when you're yeah. interacting with them. You can be heated. Maybe a, something will slip out, a swear word or this or that. But depending on how you talk to a person. So you know what? I'm even happier that she won then. You know what? Right. That's oh, how we yeah. felt. That's exactly how we felt. Yeah. This is if, yeah. if you're planning to watch BB25 and you want to do a quick little I mean, we're we're getting close now to BB25. But if you if you're awesome. interested in checking BB24 out uh, before it starts, I mean to oh, think about where that season that. started and where it ended is unreal. Yeah. I, I'm I'm so because you know what? I heard a lot of hype and talk about her on Twitter just by name. I, I again don't right. know anything of what she looks like, but I did hear that her time in the house was a rough one, and it was exceptionally rough. But I didn't know for what reasons. Yeah. Uh, so I think like hearing that she won at the end because Daniel C actually had mentioned something of the sorts of like you know she struggled a lot in the house and she ended up coming out with a win or whatever. And because I think he was considering that narrative in the final two of like even us going to the final and things like that so he was like yeah no like this you know sh uh like people like outcasted her or something like that so mm -hmm. i'm even more interested to see because knowing even that she's coming to the end like it has a full circle moment she she right. takes the victory on it but i have a question so two questions about bbus just so that i know mm -hmm. what i'm getting myself into how mm -hmm. many episodes per season um, it varies, but we we definitely do do three a week, just like you do. 
But so no, but episodes for oh, like BBUS does three a week. Yeah, we also three a week. Three yeah. week. So, yeah. but they go on for longer than we do. Do they? Um, like, well, generally, not okay. necessarily. As long as we don't have, as long as we don't have as many self evictions as you guys did. <laughs> but otherwise, like no, yeah. I guess it would be about the same because the scans oh, is the same. same. So nine, and then also at the end. So for final two, a final two comes out, and then jury votes. Yes. Yeah. And. They're pre-jury in the US. Yeah, yeah, it is a pre-jury. Okay, so it's okay. All very similar. yeah, it's basically yeah. I feel like Canada follows like what is supposed to be our format. Yeah, um, yeah, but, but like you, we have certain comps that are like kind of like you know traditional to us, just like you yeah. guys have you know your comps. Um, yeah, I actually yeah. think other than like the classic comps that we have in BBUS, I actually think a lot of the comps in BB Canada are a lot better than the stuff. Okay, so the, funny basically you, all of them. The only reason we like ours is because they're nostalgic. <laughs> they're not actually better. <laughs> it's hilarious that you say that because that was literally the only thing I was going to say that I know about BBUS because when I was a fan, well, I'm still a fan, but last season when I was watching as a fan, um, I got onto um, Derek and Cody's um podcast on youtube oh yeah the circle. Winter circle right yeah yeah and i would just play that in the background just because i i really enjoyed listening to like a more technical breakdown of the game um mm -hmm. two winners too as well who have like gone through it and right. they time and time i believe it was cody that was or no sorry it was derek that was saying like the bb can comps are the best like production wise like he felt that like he a loved lot of sponsors it. too a lot of, like, kyle loves a sponsored comp Oh, oh, I love not. a cheesy sponsored comp. Yes, Britta. Oh yes, God. Be Direct oh Insurance. God. The shark one put me, you know, I was looking cute in my little Britney's dude, but like, man, I was sweating in that one. My goodness. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, you know what? It was so funny because I had a love-hate relationship with the sponsored ones because I loved the sponsored ones, but it would make me even more pissed because I was like, the chances of me pulling this off and getting the five... 5k but i was a little delulu in that house i would go into those comps being like i'm gonna beat him I i'm gonna beat him like i would go up against time like, <laughs> wiping the floor with him like that's the mentality i genuinely had going into those comps. Like, i'm gonna come out with this win and like it's gonna be nobody's business like whatever and sure enough i did that mentality with the very first um Slop comp. So, like, me and Ty were actually getting changed in the same room, a little tidbit. Um, and so we were like, <laughs> um, nothing, nothing weird there. Um, so we were getting changed, and then he's like all dressed and he's like pumping his chest. And I don't even know him that well yet, right? So he's like, yeah, I'm going, bro, like, I'm getting it. And I, I was like looking at him, right? And I don't know him well enough, and I'm like dying already, right? Like, I just went through like two parts of competition, okay? And I, and I had to embarrass myself by putting a backwards hedge in front of 20 people already. So I'm like, I'm not doing well. But oh, I yeah, the head. Like, pump his chest, and I'm standing there. I was like, yeah, like, mm, like, I'm going to do it too. Like, whatever. I went out and I very much did not do it. I actually, like, <laughs> let me just say one thing and I will give this credit to Daniel C because he was the one that phrased it like this. In that soft comp, there were two people competing and there were three people fighting for the, their lives. And you can just do the math on how the comp looks. It was <laughs> I competing for the win and it was me and Nick and Daniel C praying we didn't die on those alleyways okay like we were just being lying there at one point oh, like, but yeah so oh my I, god whatever. can i tell you can so i tell great. you that that competition with the hedges 
because one of the hedges you had was backwards, right? Like it was facing the wrong way. Like I was watching, like the camera kept like panning to it, and like in my head there was just like this very sad like violin playing, and I was like, "Oh, poor Renee!" <laughs> it's like I, in my brain, I was just hearing like the saddest song. Was, like, please turn it around, Renee. Turn it around. But you know what was crazy? I had to walk up the dang ladder to realize it was backwards. I was like, but I'm already, but imagine, imagine you're competing for your life. You're under the stress. You walk up with that ball and you look down and you're like, it's not going into the crown. You know that, but I still have the ball here. So they're all like, out of pity. The cast was like, just throw it, just just roll it down anyways. So I had to walk a ball, roll down, okay? And then you know what was terrible? is like, I was in the DR and then they, they uh, there was like, you know, um, they're like asking me whatever about the comp. They're like, so do balls roll like, uh, uphill, and I was like, I'm getting the dumb dumb music, I'm getting the sad parts, I'm gonna be looking like this. I was like, no, and I was like, I just gotta go with it at this point. Like, that was I'm the dumb dumb music walking to the top of the dang ladders and seeing my hedges aren't even they're not even aligned, they're not even straight, like, they're not oh, even. Oh, baby, I was just so like, Renee, what are you doing? I just figured I just figured it was all strategy, throwing people off, you know? Just like, oh, this girl Renee, she doesn't even know how to line up hedges. <laughs> you no, know, it was like all I, part of the strategy. The only way I could sleep at night, because the only thing that would help me go to sleep, like genuinely close my eyes and get an hour of sleep in that house was, you know what? At least they'll think I'm not a threat. You know, there's <laughs> positives to this. There are positives. I had to play that the whole time. I was Delulu in that house. <laughs> I am playing of my game. Like, ah! I can't, I can't, I can't say enough how much I love everything that you did in there. So. <laughs> I also can't wait to use Delulu in my real life. Like, like, I can't I Oh, gosh. I can't yeah. wait the first time I use it in an email. Like, I'm just going to have so much fun. Like, where do the hyphens go? Like, I'm going to have a really good time I know. with Delulu. I'm <laughs> telling you, like, when I have to start using, like, my real uh, human adult vocabulary in law school and stuff, I'm going to be writing an email and be like, sir, your client is Delulu. Like, I can't be doing that. <laughs> <laughs> Holy moly. Objection, Delulu. Objection, the witness is being. I swear, Delulu. they're gonna have to make a whole new court system for like the Renaissance of like how how we run things over there. I don't know. Man. Oh god! Oh god! I love yeah. this. I love uh, everything about what's happening. Oh my god! <laughs> so, good. so great, guys! Oh my god! Oh. So much fun. Yes, yeah. again, like honestly, thank you so much for joining us. Um, Seriously, we're gonna run a little credits now, but you have to at least stay for another three minutes or so for what we call parking lot just, chat. Yeah, just okay? for a, pro a proper just, goodbye. You know? Yeah, you don't you don't scoot oh, out just God. because the other people are uninvited. <laughs> like we're gonna have our our extra ninety seconds or so. <laughs> of course, put me on for a little longer, please. Oh, absolutely no! Thank you so much for joining us. Yes. Is there anything you, else man. you want to say to our people before we close out? No, just thank you so much for having me, giving me a platform oh. to kind of chat it out with you guys Agreed. and talk game, talk life, talk everything and letting me yes. ramble and come back around and wrap it up. And it's been such a great time. And I hope you guys flourish with your podcast and everything that you want to do in life. And it was so nice That's talking to you. Thank you. It's just the yeah. best hobby in the world. Getting to you and have to these conversations with people like you, this is what makes it worth it. Um, so yeah, thank you. Thank you. And that is not 
a Delulu thought. Oh, thank you. <laughs> there it is. There it is. My first line. It's already coming in. There it is. There it is. I imagine if I said that on the show, I'm like, Santina is Delulu with what she's drinking. <laughs> Delulu uh, is like the the next bootay. It's the next yeah, piss. Let's like, find it. Let's get it yeah. going. <laughs> Delulu is going global. I, I never used that in my regular life. It just started coming out recently. So you caught me at a good time. Thank God for it. <laughs> Thank God we were here. Caught. <laughs> we love it. Thank you so, so much. No problem. <laughs>